is 2069. Far outside of Earth's gravitational, cultural, and political influence, the Tesla company colony on Mars is viewed by some as a beacon of hope for man's future among the stars. By others, it is seen as a cruel farce of capitalist realism, an unnecessarily unequal society with a planned economy that nonetheless imitates the horrific social Darwinism of the free market capitalism. Others still see it as an attempt by its founder and ruler for life Elon Musk to escape the basic fact of human mortality, a new civilization so far away from humanity's origin and so utterly under his control that he can kid himself that the earthbound human population are no longer his fellow passengers to the grave. And maybe, on some level, the universe's richest man knows that, which is why he spends almost all his time there. For 362 days out of the year, Elon Musk leaves all of Earth's problems behind, even the ones he actively perpetuates. However, for just three days every year he comes back down to his compound just outside Night City to spend Christmas with his family. Which is why the heist has to be tonight. Our heroes have banded together to pull off what may be the single most important heist in human history. Tonight on Christmas Eve, they plan to break into Musk's compound, hack his unique neuro-cyberware, and implant four programs that will each endeavor to sway Mr. Musk into using his vast wealth and power for the common good. Tonight, their plan is to use their skills as netrunners to haunt Elon with four ghosts, so that when he wakes up on Christmas morning, he understands that the real meaning of Christmas is communism. Rolling with Rainbow's Christmas special! Hooray! Can I roll to shoot him yet? <laughs> Please don't shoot Elon Musk in my podcast. I don't want to be sued. <laughs> See, that's why you should have gone with, like, Zelon Musk or something. Just Zelon Musk. <laughs> well, that's fine. We're not, we're not, you know, we're not going to shoot Elon Musk. We're going to shoot an Elon Musk variant, probably. Right. As we will this learn yeah. as game. the night goes on. <laughs> Any similarity to anybody living or dead is purely coincidental. Yeah. This one shot is not us planning to break into Elon Musk's compound and do any violence on him. We don't care. Anyone who downloads the one shot and plans with their own group to also do a Christmas, a non violent Christmas carol on Elon Musk. And if That's I if I may address the business. jury, who is no doubt hearing this at a later date, <laughs> brain, brain, ha- brain hacking Inception Tech doesn't yet exist in the real world. Therefore, none of this is actionable. Therefore, you can't hold it against us. <laughs> okay, cards on the table. This is Cyberpunk Christmas Carol, and the most fitting person to do it with is Elon Musk, the 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 character in the public eye. We are not doing any of this with express uh, uh, will to harm uh, Mr. Musk or anyone close to him. Okay. You really should have sent that disclaimer over to me before we started recording so I could get my legal team to look at it. we got to really cover our bases. Is your legal team you? <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I'm hard at work, but I'm also exploiting myself for all the, my labor. Okay, why don't I lead into the scene so we can introduce some of these voices that people are hearing and Definitely. then we can carry on I with all the chat. very quickly like to go on record and say it took every fibre of restraint to not go nice Not to say when nice when I said 2069. Yeah, <laughs> it was a deliberate trap, Joe. I said it for you. <laughs> this hole was made for me. Um, uh, excellent. <laughs> so we see a grey van uh, going down the highway towards Elon Musk's uh, Night City compound. Inside is the fixer who's brought the gang together. His name is uh, 
Timothy Cratchit, but his uh, fixer name is Tiny Tim. And nice. <laughs> he's he's driving the bus and he's the mini bus and he's briefing you all on uh, on the upcoming plan. In the back of the bus, we see uh, four net runners. First up, Esquire. Austin, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about Esquire? Oh, Mayamo Austin Yorsky. I'm. I mean, you probably know me from Dice Funk, the other podcast I do with Sophie. If that's how you arrived here, maybe you're an older fan of my video game criticism, and I do not take back that wonderful 101 review. It was a three <laughs> out of ten then. It's a three out of ten now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I assume links in the description. Austin Yorsky, you know how to find me. Patreon, all of that. Pretty easy to Google. Not many people have this name. Um, my character's Esquire, and I've, I've been doing TTRPG podcasts on the internet for like six, seven years at this point, and I've never ca- played a character really who is based on myself in any significant way, uh, but here's the thing about the cyberpunk universe, the Soviet Union still exists, <laughs> so uh, I am playing Esquire, uh, the Ukrainian hacker, or I guess Soviet hacker here, which means I get to do... Uh, my most fun accent, and uh, my character is a lawyer by day, netrunner by night, uh, and they're trying to... Here's the thing about this dark, dystopian, cyberpunk future. You can't actually win a court case against the corpos, uh, but if you hack their servers, maybe you can delete their motions the morning before they're due. Maybe you can take a peek at their uh, their internal memos. Maybe you I can, like that a lot. You can uh, get the, the sensitive data that they're holding back. And that's the only way you can win in this rotten, rigged world. Uh, Cheat to win. Exactly. And so I'm representing a bunch of people who have been uh, harmed by Tesla in various ways. And if I can get Elon Musk to have a change of heart, maybe he will settle these suits. And I will finally be able to uh, bring some justice to this world in my own way. If not, I have a gun. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> if not, if if not, and, and Austin's character pulls his gun, uh, we we are fighting Teflon Husk, a fictional trillionaire in the future. Um, so next to Esquire is Chandra Anderson. Joe, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about Chandra Anderson? Uh, yeah, hi. So um, I'm Joe. You might know me from the previous seasons of Rolling with Rainbows. I also do uh, game design stuff online, uh, TTRPG stuff largely. Um, but yeah, so Chandra Anderson is, um, so normally goes by the hacker name Sandman, uh, because, uh, so her rig is basically just a load of wires that feed into various ports and she just lies on her bed. Uh, she has like a very small kind of very like squalid room that she operates from. Yeah, Um, that's me. Uh, but her, her deal is she, I think she's largely signed on to this because this is some of the most advanced, like cyberware security in the world and she wants to test her skills ah, um, I like that I think I don't know may- maybe she has some other motives that we'll get into as, as we go along but um yeah uh, the other thing to know about Chandra I guess is that when she was fairly young living in one of the kind of outer zones where the uh, fairly like ravaged by like ongoing kind of conflict she found this old ruin and ended up finding this piece of cyberware that she ended up implanting uh, that contained a very powerful military-grade uh, net-running AI. And so, kind of, she shares her mind with this uh, um, AI construct uh, 
and that's given her a, lo- a lot of her abilities, like learning from that. Does he look like Keanu Reeves? Um, I, I think he looks like Hugo Weaving. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so besides, that. besides Esquire and Chandra, we also have Juniper, and. Uh, Jess, why don't you tell us about... Well, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about Juniper? Absolutely. Hello, I'm Jess. That Jess on the internet. Uh, You can find me on the internet where I do video essays and Rolling with Rainbows, a a YouTube video and podcast series. Incredible. Absolutely. Links in the description, by the way. Um, So today, I'm back again with another kind of lesbian. Uh, today we're going <laughs> to be meeting Juniper. Juniper is incredibly just on <laughs> Yeah. Jess, and, little, little peek behind the curtain. Jess and I, when we were, I, I helped out with the character a little bit and we spent a while, like, looking through Google Images for the right, le- like, uh, for the right lesbian. show. And eventually we just settled on a picture of Billie Eilish instead. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> she was telling me a couple of things that Juniper does, and I was like, hey, "No, I know this girl. No, I know, I, I know this lesbian actually." <laughs> right. This this character is for the lesbians at home. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, she is. <laughs> she is. Sort of classically femme with uh, has bent towards more darker colors. She has green highlights in her hair that is otherwise black, sort of longer hair. Uh, and she's fairly obsessed with uh, plants. Uh, of course, plants, I presume, are harder to get in the, the hell world that Elon built for us. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, most of them are not real, and that's very sad. Uh, but otherwise, her small living co- accommodation is just filled with plants. Uh, and even though they're not real, they all have names. And she <laughs> got into net running and sort of is in this, in this, what other people might presume to be hopeless, but she persists nonetheless, uh, attempt to try to restore the world to what it used to be. Uh, so she's completely on board with uh, trying to convince Elon Musk to not be doing everything that he's doing. Hell yeah. Okay, and last but not least, um, we have Alva Circuit Mansa, which I love that name so much. Uh, so Laura, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about Alva? Uh, yeah, so I'm Laura. Um, I also do Dice Funk that you might know Austin and Sophie from. Uh, you can find me at Laura K Buzz on the internet. I do talking about video games and activism-y things and getting loud and shouty on the internet. Laura K. Buzz, go watch me speedrun a terrible game or something. Um, (laughs) uh, Alva is an older uh, character. Um, I'm going to say she's in her sort of um, late 70s, early early 80s. Um, Aesthetically, imagine you took, like, the... The neon lesbian lead singer from some punk band and just aged them up 50 years. No change in style whatsoever. (laughs) Um, And she's here because too many people that she loved have gone and worked in Musk's factories and never come back. 
and that is not a path a path that she wants other people to have to see people go down so she wants to make sure that this ends here and now fab i'm i'm very into all these characters um so our uh your fixer street name tiny tim uh i've just i mean i came up with the name two minutes ago that's why it's so uh just a name from christmas carol uh, I like it. No, but i've good. been because I've been picturing him as a, a Jason Statham type, just as, <laughs> he's like a, 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 a bald, hard lad, and like absolutely um, massive. But his name's Tiny Tim. Oh, oh, that's very crucial to the thing. Yeah, yeah you yeah, should yeah, understand yeah. that you're looking at a, a, a very large, threatening Cockney bald guy. Well, look, it makes uh, sense as a code he's... name because you know no one's ever going to assume that's Tiny Tim. They'll fly under yeah, the radar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and he's, he's uh, talking you through the, the upcoming heist. So he's saying, Now listen, we've acquired some of the plans for Musk's unique architecture. It's not like anything else. He has levels to his, his neuro implants, right? You're going to have to plant your ghosts at each level as you progress. And from what we get of the schematics it looks like it looks like there's some kind of custom black ice on every level guarding his brain if you kill the the guard of the level it will progress deeper and you'll have you'll you'll be more pressed to install your ghosts on later levels you'll be making the job harder for yourself so what you need to do is fend off his attacks Plant your ghost and then progress to the next level of the architecture. It'll be difficult because I have to assume as soon as you get in there, he's going to be attacking you. Any questions? Yeah, I've got a question. Is uh, Musk back together with Grimes again? It's been uh, like five <laughs> years. They're off and on for over the decades. Right now, I believe she is staying at the compound, but is currently still his ex-wife again for the seventeenth time. <laughs> yeah, when when you when you pitched this to me, they were together, and now they're not. And so I assume this is a very fluid situation. That was uh, like twenty sixteen, I believe, when we started trying to schedule this episode. <laughs> we have been trying to schedule this episode for a, a little while now. Yeah, I've 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 got a question. Um, you, you said if it's going to make other ones harder if we destroy the ones as we go down the level. Does that mean, like, whoever goes in first is going to have the easiest time and we're getting harder as we go, or...? I don't know. I, I can't assume that he uh, designed his own neuroarchitecture like a video game, but I wouldn't put anything past him like that. <laughs> okay, if okay. I, I bet he didn't design uh, anything himself. He just paid someone to say, to say he's the designer. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have inside docs. He, uh really micromanaged this project. He didn't design it himself, but he was overseeing everyone else's work and, and, and had quite a personal say in how everything in there was designed. It's, it's reassuring to me, because if, if, if he's had any hand in overseeing the thing, it probably means there's going to be glaring oversights that he's insisted on putting in that weren't actually good <laughs> ideas, I would assume. Yeah. It also seems like when you're in there, his consciousness, his... his, his Unconscious consciousness. Look, I'm not a psychologist. He'll be in there with you because it's his mind, and he's. I don't think he can do anything 
uh, in the architecture because he's just an apparition, essentially, but he'll probably be unpleasant to be around. Uh, what yeah. gives you that <laughs> impression? <laughs> That's just my, just my personal <laughs> guess. You might have to actually talk to the, the, the bugger. Uh. Listen, that's all we really know about this architecture. Yeah, I'm sure it's capable of all sorts of things. He's got unbelievable resources behind this, but whatever happens in there, keep pressing on. This is the most important heist of any of our lives. Oh, we know. We know. Um, so we will reveal how they work later in the thing, uh, but for the audience, the, the programs that they're planting are called Ghosts, and it's a, a part of the homebrew of what we're doing. Um, and uh, I think Tiny Tim says to you all, right, remind me what your ghosts are called again. <clears throat> now, is that the, uh, the thing where it says the ghost of Christmas lawsuits that I have here? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I wanna, I, that's right. exactly the name um, I want to hear. I've, I've got the ghost of Christmas toil. <laughs> uh, I, uh, the ghost of neo-festive tokens. Ooh. Oh, you'll never guess mine. I've got the ghost of Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah, I was hmm. gonna, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a leaf in your hair, by the way. Oh, hey, yeah, that's... I know. <laughs> Hold on to that. That can sell for a lot. Yeah, it's probably a hacking leaf or something, I imagine. Probably, maybe. I don't know what I'm... all your kids are up to these days. A hacking leaf? How would that... How I don't know. Be? I don't know what the kids are up to anymore. You've got fancy new things. It might be a bug. We should check it. Uh, no, leaves are kind of... They're old things, actually. Uh, can we do Sometimes. the first roll of the session here for me to, d to determine if the stray leaf is actually <laughs> some sort of uh, bug or listening device? Yeah, please. please. Uh, do you want to do some kind of like technical knowledge check? Yeah, that's what I think I'm trying to do here. So let's uh, introduce some systems to the audience because we're playing Cyberpunk Red. Yeah. We sure are. Um, so the biggest, I mean, one of the, yeah, one of the straightforward to ex explain differences is compared to D&D, &D, where you roll a d20 for practically everything. Here you roll a d10 for practically everything. Uh, that's just that's just how we roll. That wasn't <laughs> meant to be a thing. <laughs> uh <-huh>. um, <laughs> this would be, I think, a basic tech check, uh, because as opposed to cyber tech, that, well, that would be like a, an implant or understanding someone's actual cyberware. So here, you want to roll your basic tech plus d10. All right, my tech is a five, is what I have yeah. there. So, perfect. Fifteen. Oh, that's max. Crushed it. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. You nailed Yay. it first time. Um, and so you 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 looked at it very closely, studying it for any kind of uh, any kind of small devices, any any like wires, whatever kind of systems might be hidden in this thing. And uh, yeah, it's a leaf. I, so I, I think that's, <laughs> you know? that's actually a critical. So you get to roll another d10 and add it. <laughs> I mean, if you if you want, uh, to. it's sort of irrelevant. But like, you can't like there, there are exploding dice in this game, and it's fun. All right. There you go. Okay. I Is there a limit to how 17. many times that ten can add another I d10 on? Don't or does know. Does it just keep rolling? Oh. A lot of games, it does just keep rolling because like the odds are so astronomically low that they might as well let you. So right. Well, with a seventeen, yeah. you actually understand this so well that you understand it's actually a uh, a plastic leaf that comes from a fake I was gonna say plant. the same thing. 
Got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. I was like, I was about to be like, oh my gosh, you're blessed by this leaf. Our mission it is, is kind of good. It's auspicious. Yeah. And now it's sad. Oh. <sighs> Thanks, Elon. <laughs> so, t- so Tiny Tim asks you about your ghosts. Esquires is the ghost of Christmas lawsuits. We had the ghost of uh, uh, Christmas toil yeah. with uh, Alva. I forget exactly how your one is, Joe. Uh, the ghost of neo-festive tokens. Neo-festive tokens, okay. And lastly, the ghost of Christmas trees, great. So he's been punching all of this into uh, a little, like, wrist computer he has. Uh, it's cyberpunk, so it's, like, 90s futurism. So it's like an Apple Watch, but shittier. And um, after a minute, he goes, Right, tactical computer says the best way to apply these is going to be ghost of Christmas toil first. Of course then... it's me first. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done, I guess. Fine. <laughs> then, the ghost of Christmas... What, what was token... Neo-festive Neo, Neo tokens. Right. Then, the ghost of Christmas lawsuits. And last, the ghost of Christmas trees. Oh. I can't believe I get... I get the, the end boss. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm... Well, we'll see how you feel about it when you're in there. I mean, I'm honestly very curious about the Christmas trees thing. I really thought something like the like the lawsuits or something was going to go at the end. Trees? I'm, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm excited for. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, Christmas trees used to be like a really big thing. Yeah. When I was a little boy, we used to have a Christmas tree. It was plastic, but we, we'd remember how it used to be. And then... Yeah, I can't see a tree anywhere on Earth nowadays. Right. It's also nice to smoke weed on Christmas. <laughs> I see, I, I, see, the thing is, I was born in the, in the distant past of the 1990s. I still remember when trees were a thing. Um, long distant memory. It was beautiful. Oh. I hold them close. Well, that's, that's a long time ago. Uh, right, oh, I didn't I know. realize back in, you were old. Back in the... Back in the day, while we when we had trees and the air didn't need filters, it was a wonderful time. Sounds nice. So Tiny Tim pulls up the uh, the, the 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 crew's minivan, um, pulls off the beaten path and into a kind of uh, like a wooded area, which is like not too far from the compound. And he 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 parks it gets out and starts leading you uh, through the kind of, yeah, through the foliage basically towards the perimeter of the compound. And as he's doing so, he's saying listen, almost all of the, almost all of the guards at the compound are drones now. Uh, Boston Dynamics Elite Series guards. But one of them, they have to have a human overseer on the crew in case there's any kind of errors or bugs. He's basically just a programmer with a gun but that's what I'm here for. I've been establishing a hookup so that I have a connection to him that I can exploit and get us inside. And then you all can do your thing. Wait, a, a hookup? Like... That's what I was right. thinking. Did Could you, you describe that's, that's some dedication to the... Like, did, to the... Did, have you been giving working those, uh, those Tinder messages, have you? Yeah. Could you explain the nature of this connection you have with him, please? <laughs> So you're all uh, all smirking, and Tiny Tim's like, "So we're gonna um, build world communism to save everyone from the uh, horrors of toiling forever for um, oh. 
for a, 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 an egotistical man-child, uh, and you think the idea of me sucking this guy's dick is particularly funny. No. Right. Well, no. Now, now you say it. No, no, I'm... <laughs> I didn't until you said it. Now it's very funny. <laughs> hey, right. hey, no, no judgment here. No, that was a genuine question. If 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 his sucking dick gets you in, it gets us in. <laughs> and then he's and he says and and he says, look, I just uh, some sometimes you all have a bit of old fashioned attitudes, and that's all right. No, uh, it doesn't mean you're the worst thing in the world, but. Uh, personally, I'd rather you leave that in the car, right? Oh, dude, he like, totally I don't, did. My, I don't need that on my oh, on my oh heist, my on my job. But, but and then he reaches inside his jacket. And he says, uh, "But for the record, it's a different kind of hookup." And he he pulls out a little baggie with some kind of uh. finely powdered crystalline substance in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Alva turns back and will say, oh, no, "To be sure, it was not a it was not a judgment call." I, I'm not particularly into 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 dick, but I've sucked a dick or two to get into some places and some times. It's all understood. <laughs> right. I got I, just... the, I got the cyberpunk book in the PDF form. Do you have the dick sucking extension? Like the. <laughs> I feel like I should have this supplement, but it's not in my folder. <laughs> yeah, they they. What, uh, what skill would I... one roll to suck? <laughs> I feel like I'm... Adam. I'm... <laughs> I'll give I'll give CDPR one specific thing, which is that they were braver on the sexual front than Mike Pondsmith could ever be, uh, and they they really yeah. embraced that the cyberpunk future is meant to be a very horny one. I I would argue, and I'm open to suggestions. I would argue it's a play instrument role. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, see, I was gonna go with a riding skill. Yeah, well, I think that could certainly be. There's a case there. There's a case. You make roll endurance. <laughs> oh no, these are depends on your technique. Uh, really, no. there's a lot of options. Contortionist. So, let's not reinvent Tim? the sex RPG. <laughs> so Tim gets. <laughs> so Tim uh, straightens himself up and and walks out of the uh, out of the you know out between the bushes and the trees and up to the guy. You can overhear a little bit of that conversation, um, which is that at first the guy pulls out his gun. And then um, seems to recognize Tim, but is still a little wary. Like, he shouldn't be here. This is still very suspicious. And Tim uh, Tim starts saying to him, Oh, wait, 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 mate, 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 listen, listen, wait, hang on. Wait, what are you doing? You've got paranoid. Look, it's me. You recognize me, right? The man's uh, eyes grow wide in a little confusion and some fear. And Tim says, How much have you had, man? You don't remember it's me? Look, look at that thing in your hands. And the guy looks down at his gun and Tim goes on, That's just a toy. You're a more lethal weapon than that could ever be. Look at your hands, man. You're a killing machine. And the guy who you can now see is kind of a, a bit visibly like, um, uh, pumped, like he's he's chewing a bit. He, he looks at the gun for a minute in silent contemplation and then throws it away into the bushes. <laughs> To which Tim whips out a pistol with a long silencer on it and, and, uh, and completely, like, uh, and immediately nails him right between the eyes with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tim's fucking lethal. Go, Tim. <laughs> as Tim. As Tim is dragging this man's body into a little booth by the side of the gate, um... 
he 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 waves to you all back like giving the like beckoning gesture to what towards where you're all hiding in the bushes can i pick up that gun oh yeah you can okay you can but you're also the lawyer on this on this call lost and so (laughs) what you do with this fictional gun you Uh. will have to defend later (laughs) oh boy the ghost of christmas lawsuits is going to come back to haunt us all i brought a gun and so i named my my two guns marks and angles i'm just gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) okay Right. Well, if you're a juror listening to this, uh, check out my Patreon. <laughs> Your Honor, I may just be a Southern lawyer, but you could go to patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky at any time. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I motion so, that we leave. <laughs> to- <laughs> yes, uh, me too. Which is lucky, considering that Tim uh, has successfully hacked the gate and uh, gets you all inside. Inside, the lights are all down. It, it, it is those small hours of the morning. It's like 3 a.m. What's the, um, what's this place like? Yeah, so it's, uh, painfully, uh, bachelor pad-ish. Ugh, but just like yeah, if a bachelor pad never stopped growing. So, like, you is, know yeah. how Ben Affleck's Batman doesn't live in the in the Wayne Manor. Oh, he, he lives, lives in that in like weird, a, like, glass-walled... That yeah. glass box that overlooks the, the lake. River. It's very much those vibes, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you know, if you had to guess, you could probably, you you'd probably surmise that this place has, like, some, some sizable underground bit to it as well, uh, partly just from kind of knowing, uh, Elon Musk's tendency to view himself as Iron Man, uh, so there's probably some kind of, like, whack-as-hell inventing lab downstairs where other people work very hard on cool things for him, um, but yeah, it's, it's very big glass box e uh, from the outside um but once you're inside like the thing is the security really drops away like there's basically a big wall there's as we established like uh, drone androids patrolling the outside and just... but inside it's just like a very 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 uh rise and grind big apartment complex uh just just as flavor um you know just in case any of the drones happens to spot anyone alva's um on her head got a little um paper uh printout there's just a qr code that says not people sneaking into the compound <laughs> <laughs> just just in case if any if we are seen by the the, the computer will go oh yeah that's not people qr yeah. code says so alva really is an experienced hacker i'm very into this it's yeah. great um <laughs> uh. Does she, is she wearing a hat that has like one on each side? So if she gets spotted from any angle, oh, I, I, it's oh of do course, it. of course, like okay, that's yeah, fantastic. that's cool. Uh, I can't wait till the tinfoil comes out. <laughs> yeah, I have done how you say juggalo makeup to confuse the sensors. <laughs> you all look across at Esquire, and in the meantime, while you're walking through the gate, he's 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 fully he's clowned up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also, I didn't mention my physical appearance because I felt it was obvious, but I should say Sophie did just put a picture of Phoenix Wright into the Roll20 nice. and it's- Austin was like, he's a lawyer, wild hair was in the description. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> you're describing Phoenix Wright. <laughs> but yeah, Juggalo makeup is known to, to fool uh, facial recognition yes. software. So yeah. it's Phoenix Wright, but he's running with the axe. Uh, so. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> I look forward to a, a podcast episode 
just jam packed with insane clown posse references. <laughs> I don't. I um, only know the, the the magnet song. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would Chandra be able to look around and see if she can pick up any like obvious like secu- other, like security systems? Um, yeah. Well, so this is something that you, where you could do a a, a little bit of net running preemptively to the yeah. rest of all the net running uh because there is like a terminal by the gate and you know you, you're an experienced enough hacker to figure that, that like this will probably let you see the whole system if you could if you could jack into it successfully yeah definitely um yeah so she goes up to that i guess and then kind of yeah. pulls out some like cables from a little like belt thing and like jacks mm-hmm. one into her neck and then jacks mm-hmm. the other into the nice. uh into the terminal nice yeah um so just another little systems note so um we kind of have like we have what are called meat actions and net actions uh and most of the time in cyberpunk you're just using meat actions not even thinking about it but uh when you're a net runner it's a lot more relevant that you know there are these two kinds of things you can do and so um you're doing the net action to to jack in slash out uh i think that i would like to use Pathfinder? So I, yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was just looking back over them again. Um, so Pathfinder will be, is useful when you're going into a kind of virtual cyberspace. Or, or Scanner then, and, I guess. Yeah, so I would suggest Scanner. So Pathfinder allows the Netrunner to, see, to learn the quotes map of the architecture, but Scanner allows the fu- uh, Netrunner to find actual like physical locations of yeah. systems in an area. Okay. And so the idea there is like, with uh, scanner, you're doing the like echolocation mapping out like the actual 3D space that you're actually in, and then Pathfinder is like for the purposes of hacking, more or less. Like server side kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should give me uh, your interface r- rank plus 1d10, please. Okay, so that is a d10 plus 6. 6 plus 6, 12. Okay, uh, I think that you. Yeah, so you have like a pretty good understanding of what's of, of the systems in the area. Um, it's uh, the 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 systems line up with what visually struck you, which was that like on the outside, incredibly dense security. Like you just you basically just breached this wall that's all like mechanized, like turrets, cameras, all sorts of shit. And then there's drones patrolling it and all of this stuff. And you're understanding that through the systems map as well now. But inside, it's like. It's mostly just like someone's house. Like you're detecting like the smart fridge and stuff like that through the system, uh, but nothing actually threatening inside. I'm I'm okay. getting in now before that smart fridge turns out to be the final boss. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you detect. <laughs> Jesus. Can I get so the, det- the smart fridge to just dispense like ice cubes? Uh. Um, if you were looking for a point to pivot into a control one shot, I'm saying the the haunted fridge, it's right there. Yeah, it's there. It is there. Speaking of control, there is an interface ability called control that allows you to use systems that are on um, on on the network. Nice. So why don't you give me a roll to dispense ice cubes? I also don't have control, but they're all going to use the same stats, it's, so I can just roll anything. It's all interface roll. Yeah. Uh, so that's a twelve. Awesome. Uh, you, yep, 
you you are confident that inside the house some ice cubes just tumbled I out. I want of the it bridge. to keep doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is well, how we should get busted. This is exactly what we deserve. <laughs> Give me another roll to make it so the the fridge is dispensing ice cubes until told otherwise. Eighteen. Wait, no, hang on. I get to roll an additional yeah, D ten. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, Twenty-two. <laughs> Twenty-two. Amazing. You. You don't have the feedback to know it's doing this, but you are confident that the fridge is pr- is producing an absurd quantity of ice cubes. <laughs> See, yeah, is, can we detect these ice cubes? Are they like clattering and clacking in the distance? <laughs> well, you're not in the house yet. You're just inside the compound. Okay, <laughs> I'm confident that his house is big enough that if there are ice cubes being pumped out, they're not going to be close okay. enough to where he sleeps. That's <laughs> fair. Uh-huh. So... The Internet of Things was a mistake. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so again, the, the, the glass box hype, like, you know, hyper bachelor pad building that you're looking at is, ba- it's basically like three of those Batman glass box apartments, uh, put on top of each other. And, uh, uh, Tiny Tim leads you inside with, with actually like no, no obvious resistance. It genuinely seems like the security on the inside is, is nothing. Um, one more note from Chandra's hacking you are aware that there were signs of, like, about three dozen people uh, currently all asleep inside this building on okay. various levels. Huh. Is, is, is that, like, do we know how many family members he has? I believe Elon Musk today has an absurd number of children. Yeah, at, Wait, this, really? at this current rate, by the time this canonically takes place, Musk will have, like, 430 children or something? <laughs> Uh, he ha- doesn't he have like nine? He has seven kids now today that we know of. That's um, I, I so did not. It's know a safe that. bet that it's quite a large family. Um, Hates yeah. alone the Elon Musk fox. Jesus Christ, Joe. <laughs> well, so that makes some just... sense out of look. It makes some na- sense out of the naming structure because when you got that many kids to name, you've got to start just going like username generation. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's naming his kids like when like when a, a website logs you out and asks you to make a new password and tells you you can't use any previous passwords. <laughs> he's just like right. fucking a six x twelve. Do you remember that article that came out after they had their kid? I'm talking about Grimes' child at this point, and they were like, "Oh, how's the new baby?" And Musk was like, "I don't know. I'm paying for its college. What else do you want from me?" Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> 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 Which so... is basically his relationship with all. When you said he was visiting his family, I was like, mm, suspension of disbelief. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's grown sentimental in his hundred and tens. Okay, fair enough. He's got to make sure he's got a bunch of people to pass his money onto, so that it doesn't go to anyone that isn't him and his family. Yeah. Right. I'm sure he wants to check in to see how the college he spent money on was, like, went. Like, there's. Just, just to like make the kids feel. Is him. the investment paying off yet? <laughs> so, Tiny Tim leads you all into the compound and into the building. And um, again, it is just—it is just like you're creeping through someone's house. It, as you get inside, it becomes more and more apparent there is really no security once you're all past the wall. And he leads you to a room where. Uh, 
which he he opens the door ever so softly, and inside you see this very large, you know, wood floor, big like uh, like one wall is all like mirrored doors. You assume is like closet space or you know wardrobes. Um, another wall is just the window that looks out onto like the water feature that's in the compound, and there's a a queen size bed in the middle of the room, where Elon Musk is lying asleep. Wood. God, a future where wood is opulence. Oh, how May. unimaginable. How about a deduction here to really think about the lack of security or the lightness of security? Because my tr- my it's a trap instinct is uh, going bananas right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you give me a... De- yeah. Um, 14. So I'll say that you remain incredibly wary, but... There isn't any, like, because you're so wary, you've been watching out for any kind of signs. You still have this very, like, hairs on the back of your neck, standing up feeling something's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty sure that's true. But you just can't see any evidence of uh, what. All right. We must stay frosty. No more ice cubes. And I, j- I gesture th- threateningly <laughs> at uh, Chandra. Yeah, you're, like, across the hall from the, the kitchen and, like, you know, a hundred meters away across the massive kitchen in this place, you can see the, the the fridge that's just chucking out like it's now like three feet tall pile of ice cubes. I yeah, have I no idea what you mean. It was doing that when we got here. <laughs> I don't know how like uh, close any of us are. If we have any history, I feel like if you were a close friend, I would like smack you on the back of the head for this. But if we're <laughs> if we're just you know just cool operators who are just coming together for this one job, I try to remain cool. The lore of the one shot that I will be publishing as well as this uh, is that you have you don't know each other and you've been brought together only for this job. All right, so I just do a gesture like cut it the fuck out, but I don't I don't do anything more <laughs> familiar. Look the. The, look, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're doing, but you do it on the way out as a fun prank, not to get yourself caught while you're here. You do, you do it on the way out. I, for one, will be making his toast do infinite toast. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's assuming that he has a toaster that automatically feeds new bread into it. Of course it he times, does. He's I, Elon I totally Musk. believe. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it, I like, completely believe that. He has a 3D printer that prints sli- like slices of bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of little gadgets, uh, Tiny Tim produces something from, uh, I guess he's wearing like a little belt of, of, of tools and gadgets, and uh, he sets it on the bedside table, and then he uh, he gets out like what you recognize as an, uh, an air hypo, and injects Elon Musk with something, and he says to you as he's doing this, just make sure he doesn't wake up during the job. And then he... Um, connects the the device that he's laid on the bedside table to Elon Musk's uh, uh, Neuralink port, which is uh, a recognizable port. It's the it, it's the brain implant that Elon Musk had made and wants everyone on Earth to have one. Um, ah, the one for playing brain. music Yay. in your brain. Well, that cable must be pretty expensive, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just getting uh, the right he, connector to it might must have been like a lot of trouble. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, I have a, I have a corpo friend who hooked me up with this, and he pl- he plugs in the little device that he has put on the bedside table, and he says, if you all pl- if you all plug your cyberdex into that, I'll keep watch. Godspeed, netrunners. Thanks. Let's do this. Thanks, Tim. Oh, you won. You class, class fellow. <laughs> At this point, I think Juniper gets up from 
her knees where she had her face pressed to the wooden floor and walks over <laughs> and you can just see uh -huh. that she her she her eyes are a little bit watered up. Uh-huh. Plus she's got a big red mark from pressing her face. I was going to say you got like imprinted like wood grain <laughs> on her cheek. <laughs> uh, so as as Alpha's going to be first up going in um she gets a little bag to her side and opens it up and there's a little folding chair because she knows if she if she sits on the ground while do, while doing this, she's not gonna get back up after she's been in there a while. Right. She sets yeah. up a she's little not, she's not forty anymore. Exactly. Yeah. She sets up a little folding chair next to next to Musk and starts getting whatever loose wires you need to hook up to, you know, whatever this fancy new connector is to get it working. Uh-huh. Um yeah, basically, yeah, there, there, there are basically USB ports into the other side. You know, the cyberpunk updated version of USB ports uh, that you connect very easily and uh, all your cyber decks in. Uh, any last things anyone else does before you begin the heist um, in earnest? I, I think that that Chandra sets up like this big. <laughs> I want to say it's just like a body pillow that she lies on, but that feels a bit too <laughs> mean. Um, like just like a big comfy cushion that she can lie down on. Are there any snacks in here? Does it, does Musk have anything on his like uh, bedside table? Just like and just <laughs> take a snack. Well, you know he's right across the hall from the kitchen, so he doesn't need to be. Oh, okay, I just thought it'd be fun, disrespectful <laughs> to, to pop his snack into my mouth before I went into Look, his brain. He seems like the, on the bedside. Look, I'm gonna be honest. He seems like the person who would have next to his bed one of those Xbox Series X fridges. He has the KFC console that cooks your chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, his bedside table just has the device on it and a lamp and like a, a, a like a fancy fountain pen with a, a notepad for him jotting down his brilliant ideas in the middle of the night. This takes place in 2069, and it's still impossible to get an Xbox Series X. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that 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 um, that chip shortage has really been doing a number for a while. Right. Any right. day now, yeah. though, they're gonna work yeah. that just-in-time supply chain out, and then everything is <laughs> just gonna be fantastic. Yeah. So. <laughs> are you are you all doing anything else, or are you jacking in? I'm jacking in. I I think that um. Because Chandra uses this, like, old military-grade AI, she has to, like, use a couple of different, like, a converter cable to get the right attachment. Right. I was going to say the same thing. I think that it would be, like, the the picture I have in my mind is just, like, all of these, uh, what we have to do now with Apple dongles. There's just, like, three or right. four connectors just converting everything yeah. over. She's, she's got, like a, <laughs> okay. a, like, a SCART to HDMI. And then, like... Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> And lastly, as you're all jacking in, uh, Tim says to um, says to Alva, who said the thing about we owe you one. He says, "Don't worry about it. <coughs> I just uh, you won't owe me one if you can do this, and we get <coughs> free healthcare. <laughs> I just want to live to see another Christmas." Uh, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. We can celebrate it with my loved ones that are still stuck up on the on the space bases. We'll get them down. We'll all have a big old, big old together Christmas. It'll be lovely. Tim does like the raised fist gesture. I this is only funny to me because I only came up with him being called Tiny Tim right before the session. I wouldn't have planned this moment. <laughs> um, yeah, because we, we were so rushed. We we haven't been planning this for months and months and months. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> 
<laughs> I made so many buttons. Uh, you did. Sophie really to go out. The audience can appreciate all these buttons. It's really a masterwork. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie's so. the Da Vinci of buttons. This is, this is Sophie's magnum opus. Uh. Jesus Christ. Oh, we'll tell you about uh, the buttons in a minute, everyone. They're such good buttons. Anyway. So, <laughs> they, they, have, they have flavor text. The buttons yeah. have flavor text. Jack uh, in uh, to the device. I jack into the and, device. Yes. And Are we in? Uh, even without any kind of virtuality goggles on, you actually find yourselves transported into a, like, a VR... Uh, cyberspace immediately. You're familiar with the sensation of it, like the, the little like telltale feeling that it has when you're in there, but it is shockingly realistic. Uh, it seems like Elon Musk's uh, custom cyberware is capable of running the most top-line graphics possible. <laughs> uh, and you find yourselves in, in a virtual reality that is it's like the surface of the moon and it really feels like you're there you feel lighter it's it's this this void you know you, you know it, it's even for a moment i think that maybe some of you have a moment where you're like holy shit can i breathe and then you're like wait no it's fine because it is just a, a a simulation and you know that are you scooby-doo and the cyber chasing us <laughs> no no that's not what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i just had a very for the audience, there's been a picture of the moon in the Roll20 this entire time, and it's just all come together. All the pieces have slid into place. I've been waiting to introduce the first level of Elon Musk's brain this whole time. Right. You all are standing on the surface of the moon. Now, we're all Netrunners, so the tradition is we all have to say this in unison. Yes! Oh, we're going to the same place. All right, you want to do it? You want to do the honors? Juniper sticks her fingers on one hand up to her ear. As if to tap a device and says, I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> so that's, but that is all you know right now, because that's kind of how the mechanics of the, of, of net running in cyberpunk works. Like you, you're in the architecture, but you have to make rolls to start understanding more. Perfect. I'm excited to roll. Yeah. I, I'd like to roll perception. If no one else has a thing, I want to see what we can spot. So, uh, in within net running, perception is a move that is called Pathfinder to make you like understand what's around you, and then you can use like ID to specifically I- identify like programs or whatever. Uh, yeah. Pathfinder. Yeah. So, I hardly know it. Okay, and <laughs> that wasn't the tabletop joke I was expecting with Pathfinder. Really, Zach yeah. got me. Uh... And so... Laura, what's your roll? Seven, 17 to pathfind. You you successfully pathfind, and uh, you notice uh, some footprints in the surface of the moon. Uh, there are some, like, uh, big, chunky astronaut boot footprints. It feels like this is, you know, this has been... This reality you're in has been scanned from maybe some, like, moon mission data. But you then notice... Two other sets of footprints. Mm-hmm. One appear to be like the uh, the footprints of someone wearing like dress shoes, like like you know some just yeah like a just a person's kind of uh, regular footwear. Uh, if they were like a, an office worker maybe or a high powered CEO, and the other <laughs> footprints are very peculiar, but they're leading in 
a direction that leads you over the over the horizon of the moon. So I assume that you like start going in that direction. Yeah, yeah. How? What? What kind of weird footprints are we looking at as we walk here? <laughs> Do you want to describe them at all? They look a bit like some kind of animal's paws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so strange. And as you make it across the crest of a big moon dune, I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> you suddenly find yourself uh, confronted with with a particular sight. What you see immediately is two figures, and both of them are Elon Musk. Oh One my god, is this Musk. is just like that movie Moon. <laughs> One, of them. One of them is Elon Musk in uh, a suit and tie and the, the dress shoes that you you know saw those, those footprints already. And the other is Elon Musk in a Bugs Bunny onesie. Only it's a very, very padded onesie because he's specifically in a big chungus onesie. So this image wasn't metaphorical. I was waiting for this to like represent. It's just literal. You've done this to us. It's like, ah, yes, this is the Elon Musk of greed. No, no, this is this is big chungus Musk. Big chung Musk. Behind them on the other side of yeah, on the on the other side of let's say a big moon crater that you're in. You can see um, a giant uh, Shiba Inu dog's head. No, <laughs> fuck me. Mm-hmm. No. And what you can tell about it is that it's some kind of structure. It's some kind of uh, virtual reality building that must represent something in the architecture. Without IDing it, you won't understand what it is. Um, and uh, Musk in the suit, normal Musk, I guess we'll say. <laughs> Musk says, oh. Oh, are you are you hackers? What, what, what's going on? Oh no, we're just a dream you're having. Ooh. Well, no, I'm in the Chungus level, so you you must be hackers. You're gonna. Okay, well, no, let's no. see how you do. We we're elements of your subconscious. Don't mind us. This is the reverse of the Christmas Carol bit where Scrooge says you're just you're just a crumb of cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, you're trying to argue to him that you're just a crumb of cheese. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and uh, yeah, and Musk is like, uh, well, what do you want? You want money or something? What what are you trying to hack me for? I mean, if we're just going to be direct about it, we're trying we're trying to make you fundamentally see that you are a terrible, evil person and many, 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 many of the things you do have far-reaching harms for people around the world. Or we're just oh. a bit of cheese. You know, that too. One of these, right. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> this will be fun. And he, um, he, like, sits down into the air and, like, a chair, like, pops out of the ground to meet him as he sits. Can Chandra t- try to do that? there's no role i can give you for that so like i'm just you just sit down on your ass no uh uh but you do so very slowly because you're on the moon there's still like a little plume of lunar dust yeah exactly Uh, very slowly i mean there's a there's a cool roll you just roll cool and then see how good you're sitting why don't you give me why don't you give me a cool roll just to see if you pull it off <laughs> if you pull yeah, off just I'll, falling I'll over roll. okay so that's a d10 plus my cool uh-huh that's a six plus six a 12 
Yeah, I'd say uh, it's not the most embarrassing thing, but everyone can tell that you were trying to do the same thing and can't. I love that bribery is a cool skill. I know that just means because yeah. it's your social ability to like yeah, navigate yeah. those spaces, but I just imagine the game, Mike, Mike Pondsmith looking over your shoulder as you're bribing someone and being like, cool, man, cool. To try and like pass things off, uh, Chandra's like, oh, wow, this moon dust is really, um, you've got some good rendering in here. Cool. Just try, trying good to draw attention away from the goof she just made. I see. And um, and the, the other mask in the onesie takes a big jump and, like, flies <laughs> through the air because it's moon gravity and lands in the middle of the crater. And he goes, okay, let's do this. I hate and all his gestures are, like, really cartoony. Uh-huh. Uh, in, the, in the real world, uh, Esquire just touches the... <laughs> His guns just uh, just lightly. Obviously, I can't bring them with me into them. I'm just imagining me touching each of them on my side. It's a just it's a subconscious smiling. motion. You're just like, mm. yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, to get right into it, um, normal Musk like in his chair starts to hover above uh, uh, above this, like he's just like spectating you all doing this. As Chungus Musk, uh. Sorry. <laughs> You're cracking yourself up. It's awesome. I know I'm Chunk so sorry. Musk. <laughs> I, As Chunkus yeah, Musk says. I've got to say that the visual element just makes it so much harder to uh, not crack up at the uh, yeah. descriptions just because it's so vivid. I guess I'll have to tweet this when the episode comes out, uh, the, all, the, all the edits that I did. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, for the audience's sake, uh, on our screen right now is a picture of the moon, uh, <laughs> as if it were taken on the moon, and overlaid on top is what uh, you would <laughs> recognize as Big Chungus, yep. and photoshopped onto the face, where the face should be, <laughs> is the most terrifying picture of Elon Musk I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I worry we're going to see even worse ones the day goes on. I can't imagine we're starting so it I feel like it's almost a certainty, and that's terrifying, frankly. And so Chungus Musk lands from his huge jump, and he goes, Let's do this! And from his left arm sprouts a cyber deck, which you're all familiar with, like, like um, an implant that's a little portable computer that you can access. Mm. But out of the side of it shoots a little wing, which then unfolds both up towards his elbow and a little down towards his hand. Dual disc, dual disc. A sort of flat platform. Dual discs. With several slots. Doing fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Five nerds just screaming over each other. I'm just going to say this. I don't think there could be a better moment in my life than using Yu-Gi-Oh to defeat capitalism by fighting Elon Musk. This is... I'm in space, too. This is a fucking dream. Can, can I call him a third-rate duelist with a fourth-rate deck? <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure. I would bet money that there's going to be quite a few pot of greeds in this deck. And no! So, and so Chungus Musk goes, I summon three giants! And, uh slaps down three cards that you don't see where they come from. It's almost like he's just sort of producing them from thin air, like a sleight of hand thing. Um, and as he does this, 
three enormous colossal beings uh, appear <laughs> in the Sophie, crater. I in, have a question. In between you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there are, there are visuals for these cards being played, <laughs> listeners. And um, who wants to talk about the the um the giant card? <laughs> the cards are memes. I'll say that much. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, fine, I'll, I'll jump into it. Yeah. There's a big, there's a big, huge stone giant, you know, reaching down, and then a very tiny person trying to protect someone. And it's the, the my girlfriend is the big giant, and me, I'm trying to protect my sweet potato fries. No, I think that you've got this meme a bit backwards. Uh, my interpretation is that someone has used the bait of sweet potato fries uh, in order oh. to put themselves in front of it. And get their girlfriend oh. to dom them. That's what I'm oh, seeing wow. in this image. Um, so I'll just remind you all that the the plan that Tiny Tim went over was that you're going to have to try to uh, implant your ghost as the top priority. Uh, well, top priority is survive. Then implant <laughs> your ghost, and then move to the next levels. Actually, defeating the guard, which is in this case Chungus Musk, yeah. will end the level for you, mean that you'd, meaning that you'd have to do twice as much work on the next level. Okay, but we can defeat Chungus Musk after we have implanted the uh, the memory. And is well, that we'll see, fine? We'll see how it goes, yeah. Okay. So mechanically, um, this isn't... We're not doing one person whose level it is fighting... Doing the everyone thing. is everyone fighting is in all the to levels. defend. Yeah, everyone's yeah. defending one person who is uh, trying to implant their virus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So why don't you roll? Oh shit! I've forgotten what the roll is when you're net running for your initiative. I is just clicked just this. I think it's just. A I clicked the thing that said initiative, roll. and it gave me a ten. We can just do initiative. If I'm wrong about that, someone on Twitter can tell me. <laughs> I think if you're wrong about that, you can't stop someone on Twitter from telling you. <laughs> That's very true. It is Alva's turn first. Okay. Um, so... And just to do another quick systems note, uh, depending on your interface rank as a hacker, you can do a certain number of actions per turn. I think people are more familiar with it, like the fact that your cyber deck has only so many slots in it, but you also like can get more actions per turn. In this case, everyone has interface rank 8, which gives them 4... Uh, net actions they can do per turn. Okay, so mechanics question as we're doing some homebrewy stuff here. Please is, do. Is, as, as Alva is the person trying to, you know, implant the ghost on this level, yeah. am I purely trying to do the, I guess it would be like the, the virus action? Well, no, because you're not in the place to implant it first. Ah, yes. You, you're aware that you're just in the level generally, and you'll have to find the sort of core of the level in okay. order to implant the virus. Right. Um, uh, okay. in, in typical net running, it's the lowest yeah. level of the architecture where you can implant the virus. Here, yes. it's I made it a bit more horizontal, so it's, it's like a physical yes. location in the virtual reality. Okay, so I'm, I'm guessing the first thing I should be doing is using the ID ability to try and find out what that thing in the background is, because presumably that's where I'm supposed to pop my... You mean uh... the big doge head? Yeah, the big doge head. I assume yeah, okay. that's the thing, but I want to ID it and make sure, sure. that's what give I'm supposed an, to be doing. Give me an ID roll. Okay, so that's just... Uh... Oh, well, that's real bad. That's an eight. Ufa. Yeah, you don't know immediately what this doge head is. Okay, I've got four actions on my turn, right? Yep. 
Okay, can I just you do? You could I... just keep IDing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm gonna give it another go at ID because why why the hell not? Uh-huh. Uh, bloody eight again! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Look, look, yeah. Al- Alpha's eyesight's you... not what it used to be. Okay. Yeah, she's like, is that a is that a Homer Simpson head or something? What is that I'm looking at? It's a seven yeah. now, third ID in a row. <laughs> this is a terrible start. Al Alva's like, oh god, why did you have to give me something involved me seeing something in the distance? I'm having a... Yeah. Oh, God, I really should have brought my... my... Oh. Starts rooting around in her pockets, finds virtual... Finds her, her verifocals to pop on. <laughs> okay. Really didn't want to wear you them. Know... Ruins the aesthetic. I'm getting... I'll, I'll, I think... Yeah, I want to give some kind of advantage to that because I, I like the idea of you, like, putting on glasses in virtual reality <laughs> to get better IDing. Um, so there are bonuses that can be given through programs, and I'm just going to say you have a plus two to ID. Okay, let's let's do a plus two to ID now. Fourteen. Is that? Hooray! Is, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice. Okay, yeah, you finally identify that that is where the terminal will be for you to implant the the ghost of Christmas uh, toil. Okay, um, before, before this turn ends, Alva is going to look to everyone else and go... Please don't think I'm any less cool. I really tried to keep the glasses off as long as I could, but... <laughs> um, right. Uh, is uh, moving is an action, isn't it? Um, I don't think so, it is, actually. Yeah, it no. It is in meat you, space, you, I know. I we can just say that in yeah. this case, you're you're going to be okay. there next turn, doing cool. whatever you need to do over there. In, in that uh, case, Alva having now... Put the glasses on and assessed. Oh yeah, that is a big doe shed. I should probably go to. That's me, me enough that that's probably where I'm going. Yeah. Off she starts trotting at surprisingly decent speed. For some reason, my brain completely misread these numbers, and it should have been Joe first. But um. Oh, my apologies. I was going to uh, say, but that's that's fine. I'm, I'm sorry about that. No, yeah. it's um, it's true. I like it. So I, I is... think it works quite nicely that the person who's doing the virus install on this level gets maybe we should action. just make it that by default like whoever's and then whoever, we go yeah. on initiative maybe sure so uh joe what's chandra doing um the sandman chandra is i think gonna kind of look at these giants and be like right well it's a fight you want is it and she's gonna take off her mirror shades and we <laughs> okay we see that one of her eyes is this like weird kind of like black with kind of like lines spreading out from it kind of mm-hmm. into her head a bit this is her hugo weaving personality inside yeah yeah uh he's not necessarily gonna like oh jesus i just realized that i told you all this is Oh, and so joe's designed a yami character <laughs> this is your this is your pharaoh isn't it uh yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> i'm so proud of you she like throws him to the side and her kind of like like jacket kind of flares back and she yeah. puts her arms yeah. out and Incredible. she summons the, the kind of jewel disc bit as well. So, so uh-huh. f- oh fun fun background for why I'm so excited about 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 you leaning so hard into the Yu-Gi-Oh! We recently discovered that we used to go to the same Yu-Gi-Oh! Club. Yeah, like this really small, like tiny, like... tiny little r- <laughs> like r- rural Yu-Gi-Oh! Club in a weird, like yeah. niche little bit of the country. Absolutely tiny little... insane coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> we we have like we 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 fucking overlapped on Yu-Gi-Oh! Many years ago, and now I'm here for you, self-inserting as the Pharaoh. I'm very proud. <laughs> So, what does Chandra do when, when she's activated her Yami Yugi personality? Um, 
she again like kind of pulls like she does this, the same thing as Musk did where um he like pulled a card out of nowhere and she kind of pulls one and then plays it on her on her thing and says I summon Wisp. Uh nice. So Wisp is an anti-personnel black ice. Mhm. And it does 1d6 brain damage to target and lowers the minimum no lumber, lowers the number of net actions that target can take by one. Right, so I assume you're targeting uh, Chungus Musk. Yes. Oh, wait. Yeah, do we have to... Can we target him through the... Yeah, that's the thing about how this works, is you can actually just target whatever you want. Oh, sick. Yeah, okay. Um, but like I said, if you kill him, it's trouble. <laughs> Go on, give me the roll. Uh, 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 so, I, first of all, I summon Wisp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Evil Zone. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it said in the it said in the core rulebook that Wisp was a was a like a glowing eyeball, so I just wanted to just do a horrible like <laughs> veiny eyeball. Your attack was eight versus uh, def- a defense of twenty one, so you don't. Okay. Yeah, you don't get him. And I'm guessing that doesn't lower the minimum number of net actions either. Correct. Okay. Um, is that two actions then to summon and attack? No, it's an automatic thing when yeah. you summon. You oh, automatically cool, cool, cool. get one, okay. one attack in. Uh, then... There's so many options. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's going to play armor. I am liking your eyeball. Very nice. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Uh, I... Love that. I, I like the idea that the eyeball that's summoned is also like black and like with a red pupil, like like her one. Oh, cute! Yeah, I'm into that. Um, so you now have armor, which will give you, I believe, a plus two to defense. Is uh, that what's it's uh, lower all brain damage. Oh, sorry. I receive by four. It's four, right? Okay. Um. Then, I think she's gonna summon Raven as well. Okay, here is. Is there a, like is there? A, there's no limit to how many of these I can do each turn, right? I can just. Well, you have a deck size. Oh, okay. And once they're gone, they're gone. No, not a deck is in your cards. A deck is in your cyber deck, so you can only install so many. Oh, yeah. seven so... slots. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So yes. it's like how how many of each individual thing did you bring with you? That's how many you can summon of that thing. Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, I'm going to summon Raven, and I can't believe you used the fucking Limmy. You, you, could have done, you could have done the Raven TV show from CBBC. So because this is an anti-personnel one, again, the role automatically does Musk's defense for you. This time it's 9 plus still 21, so okay. you, don't, you don't land it. Uh, does it, and it doesn't de-res a program? No. I'm going to try attacking with Raven again. Oh, okay, as your second move. That's nice. I, I really want to Ten do... against 21. He nah. keeps rolling so good. <laughs> I mean, he's got a plus 12 bonus. It's a good starting bonus. Yeah, he's just also very powerful. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're in yeah. his world. Well, I fucking <laughs> tried. I was like... Uh, and then I think she says, yeah. you have some st- pretty strong programs there, and passes her turn. Yeah, the Musk who's in the floating chair spectating the, the, the duel... Uh, just like chuckles to himself. He wasn't doing this when like Alva was moving because she was all about trying to hack. But now that the, the the card game has begun in earnest, he's just like, <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole laugh. <laughs> I just wanted you to know what his laugh was like. Awkward. <laughs> so now it's Jess's turn. Hello. 
specifically Juniper is the person who is going, who is doing the card game. Right. It turns out Juniper is also going to need to call on an alternate uh, personality here. Does she 420 blaze it? Is that how she duels? Yeah, she's gonna 420 <laughs> blaze it and become Thai Extreme. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, uh, I only have Thai Extremes <laughs> macros. I don't have any for Juniper. <laughs> uh, Nat helped me playtest this, this homebrew, and we gave her a... a <laughs> A character called Thai Extreme uh, for that. So yeah, you just mean you're pressing those buttons, right? Yes. Uh, okay. But sure. I mean, we can add the flavor in too if if we want to. Uh, how well? How did you acquire the the program of Thai Extreme in your mind? Oh, I... Chandra went to I think a tomb or a, a ruin. No, it's not a program or anything. It's just like a different alias for when. Oh, okay. That's just what you call yourself when you're blazing. Yeah. yeah. You just log into a different uh, a, a different user profile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm into it. All right. You have four net actions. Okay. So, would anti-personnel like, work the same on these golems as they would on a big chunks. No, anti-personnel can only be directed towards another netrunner. Okay. So in this case, it could only be directed towards Musk. Well, unless you did attack someone else in the game. Right. Okay, well, I'm not going to do that. Which is yeah. the one that attacked the golem? Those uh, would be anti-Black Ice. Um, yeah. or, and, sorry, anti-program. Yeah, anything that targets Black a program ice. is for yeah. those. Okay. So you can use your basic zap attack or sword or any of the programs that say anti-program uh, from the rule book, but I don't know if you can see that stuff right now. Uh, yes. Okay, so attacker is different from anti-personnel. Or no, it's it's not? Attackers uh, are a kind are... of thing you can do, and then the anti-personnel yeah. and anti-program are like... Oh, I see, okay. Tar targeting info. Yes. So there's... It looks like sword is the the big one. <laughs> I was literally thinking on my turn, I'm just going to go sword, 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 sword. <laughs> I mean, sword is, okay. sword is a real good basic one. <laughs> okay, give me a sword. All sword right. roll. I Tie Extreme is going to sword the big girlfriend. <laughs> okay. What do these numbers mean? Yeah, so the first one is your attack, and the second one is their defense, and then... Uh... It's black ice or non-black ice are the two options it's given. Oh, yeah, right. So you're attacking black ice, mm -hmm. so in this case, it's going to be... Um, yeah, oh. so that's your attack. I need to do the program's defense, and then you're doing either 3d6 or 2d6. In this case, 3d6, because it's a black ice program. So this is plus 4. 13, so it doesn't hit. Okay. Yeah, so your sword is there, and then it derezzes once you've attacked. Tai Extreme summons the sword, dashes uh -huh. out across. Basically, what and I it's just like you're poking a giant, yeah, <laughs> with a tiny little needle, yeah. So what I, what I imagine is Juniper normally is wearing just a tank top tucked into cargo pants with uh, uh -huh. 
with like a, a nice belt that's like got metal uh, fashions on it. Uh, and mm. when she becomes Thai extreme, it's just adding like a, a, a cool jacket on top of that. Nice, nice. Yeah, so you just run across here and you just poke the huge guy and nothing happens. You got three three more actions though, so what do you want to do? Okay. So I figure it would probably be good to armor as well. Great, you now have armor. You will take four less damage when, you know, to your brain, which is good to not take. Yeah, uh, I like my brain. I like having a brain. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm a fan of it. Okay. And I think she's just going to sword some more, I guess. Okay. She she takes a step back, applies Try. the armor, which <laughs> is this really cool orange jacket. Uh-huh. And then, and then you try again. Summons the sword again and says, "This time." Have for we told sure. anyone what? Have we told anyone what the sword is? <laughs> so uh, the sword here is uh, it's a sword. It's it's a sword. It <laughs> it sure appears to be a certain internet personality known for wearing a a leather jacket and holding a sword. <laughs> So it's the guy from the, it's the guy from the I studied the blade meme. Is <laughs> that not that's Ben Shapiro, isn't it? Wait, is that... really? I believe that's Ben Shapiro. I oh think no! What? I might be incorrect. I'm pretty certain it's Ben Shapiro oh, in that fucking yeah. picture. And the text on the, on the on the sword card that I've used says, "Teleports behind you. Nothing personal, kid." Uh, and this time your attack lands, and you do twelve damage to the giant, right? Uh, which is good because that's about half of its res. So you know, to one of them. Ow! Says the giant. <laughs> of course, she says, "Nothing personal." <laughs> you have one more action you have one last action what do you want to do okay let's summon something okay I can confirm that is indeed 16 year old Ben Shapiro it's that's terrible um, yeah. what are you going to summon Jazz let's summon a Vrizbolt great let's Vrizbolt bam um, so do you... Do I... No, that's using Frizzbolt. Oh, well, yeah, so it's a, it's, like, it's a thing that okay. derezzes as soon as it's used, like sword, so it, it you know, oh, you're, okay. you're summoning it, but then it's kind of spent. Um, got it. And you got 19 against 21, which is nearly there, but it isn't quite there. Oh, well, that might be an so. issue for me, considering that was a, a, a 10 out of a D10. <laughs> yeah, uh, Musk has kind of, kind of high powers in 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 this reality it's a thing yeah you um, started off this encounter with the classic dm voice where you're like you know you you could attack anyone you want but... <laughs> <laughs> and i i feel you i understand i've been there and we didn't listen and that's on us of course you <laughs> so, could attack yeah. anyone that you want to <laughs> 
Look, there's a, there's so a, wanna, there's I, a I reason I started like, running for the doge. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to phrase this as like, you throw your Rizbolt, you know, th- you basically throw lightning at Chungus Musk, and he just swats it away and carries on doing his massive shit eating grin that I've put in the Photoshop of Chungus Musk here. Like, he just, it, it's inconsequential to him. <laughs> Extreme. And now Fuck. it's Esquire's turn. Perfect. I'm going to use my armor. Which is going to take the form of my uh, my sharp suit getting bigger, like uh, in the classic <laughs> uh, concert documentary "Stop Making yep. Sense," or David Byrne's Incredible. suit just yep. gets bigger and bigger. That's just going to be happening throughout the rest of the episode. I want you to picture it. Okay, just give us regular updates. Yeah, I will. And then I'm going to rush forward to the giants and just start going fucking sword on them. <laughs> uh, sword. I mean, I'm just going to sword until you stop me. <laughs> I okay, all my actions are sword. <laughs> Okay, you do three swords. You got a 10, a 15, and an 18, and I'm just going to roll d10 three times, and it's plus four in each case. So 10, 11, and 6. Pretty low. Pretty pretty low rolls from the giants. Uh, right. So you hit successfully. Hell yeah. Wherever you want. Where, where, where do you want to apply this damage? Uh, one the... of them had already taken 12 damage. Yeah, that one. I mean, I know I know how RPGs work. You got to max- maximize, <laughs> you know, to take down the targets. Um, I, I'm picturing the sword as, like, every time I swing my arm, I summon a mm-hmm. new piece of evidence for my career. So it's like, exhibit A, butcher knife. <laughs> exhibit B, maul uh, katana. Exhibit C, frying pan. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> doing each swing like that. I'm very into that idea because, like, as a hacker, you're, you're using, like, the files that are just on your personal computer. And uh, so those are just those are just the things you have. Um, that's great. So you have a whole spare uh, lot of damage to do. Basically, you can kill that one that was already damaged and another giant. You've done so well with with your uh, with your swords this turn. Congrats. Good job. Perfect. Good job, bud. This is how you do the hacking. Watch me like this. You see, <laughs> you must put the whole body in the swing. <laughs> Rad. Chungus. And Chungus Musk uh, laughs. Uh, I think, I think like Woody the Woodpecker. It's like a kind of laugh. <laughs> and and the normal Musk who's spectating goes, "Yeah, but wait till you see his special ability." <laughs> and uh, Chungus Musk goes, "My special ability is ratio. I think your memes are garbage." And then, um, and then uh, the the armor that each of you have summoned. Or that three of you have summoned. Actually, Alva didn't summon anything. Yeah. But um, the, the armor that each of you have summoned derezzes. Oh. Because, All right. uh, I lose the Musk... effect, but my suit doesn't shrink. I insist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Chung- Chungus Musk's special ability is that once per turn, he can quote tweet your, your post to his followers and have them all ratio you. Oh, uh, or, no. Or dogpile you, deleting one program you've summoned uh, per turn. I forgot you were still alive. <laughs> Juniper becomes extremely less cool. Uh, no, <laughs> it's very sad. And and then the giant attacks. Um, let's see. Um, well, the giant fails is the thing. So I think <laughs> I was going to say the giant the giant would attack Chandra, who'd kind of got the most stuff currently on the field. Um, but uh, it doesn't actually land. So we Fuck can just yeah. kind of assume that you managed to niftily dodge out of the way. 
Musk, Musk would... was too busy trying to ratio stuff and not actually doing anything <laughs> productive himself. <laughs> a, a classic. Yeah, the giant without any, any direction from its its uh, card game master misses completely, and, and Chungus Musk is just on his phone laughing to himself. I, I think Chungus uh, says something like, you have to get a stronger monster if you want to pass my beat my def- Jesus Christ! And I'm we're really back trying to, to channel Yami Yugi, but I, I, I just is it's too like bombastic for my brain. Yeah, I, I'm really yeah, struggling. He, he's very powerful. He is he is a high charisma. Yeah. Um, Alva arrives at the Dog Head Building, and you see that in its uh in its mouth there's actually a door, but it's locked. Oh, there's. You, you know from doing virtual reality uh, hacking before that this is, you know, this is kind of a metaphor, and basically you're going to need to like hack pass a uh, like a you know a password wall to get in. Indeed. Also, so you're not giving yourself credit for your flavor text uh, for the audience when the giant attacked. Uh, th- uh, Roll twenty says Sophie tells their giant to go kick some ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I believe the ability for this is I should be doing backdoor. That's correct. Yeah, I know how Cyberpunk Red kind of works. Uh, <laughs> right, so let's try doing a doing a roll. Um, twelve is twelve enough to hack that door? Yeah, I think you actually. Yeah, you managed to get the password to this, and you open you open into the building. You don't know your way round this virtual building, though. Oh, uh, flavor-wise, um, 100%, like, the how, how Alva did this, didn't get out, like, the, you know, the brute force code breaker or anything. Just a little paper notebook that's got, like, password one, two, three, we'll try that. <laughs> um, like, literally, like, the second password through the door we go. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> um, right. But, yeah, the building is dark inside, and you can't tell, you can't tell your way around. So, I need, presumably, either a map of where I am, or... Uh, the locations of things in there. So I'm guessing either Pathfinder or Scanner. I don't know which of those would be more appropriate. So in this case, in the virtual space, it would be Pathfinder. Scanner is yeah. more for like if you had oh, a, yeah. if your guy had a turret or yes. something. It, it's trying to work out where world. the meat space, where the land ports are in meat space. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so right. So I'll do a Pathfinder. Uh, that's a 16, and I get to roll another d10 because there was a 10 wow. roll. Oh, hell, you're fucking okay. eight, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, add another six onto that, so twenty-two. Twenty-two, 22 yeah, for, uh, for for pathfinding. For flavor, we can just say that basically the lights all just like come on at once, and you can just you can just see clearly like uh, through kind of like there's like it's weird because there are server banks in this building inside the fake Doge head, and you guess they must be some kind of like metaphor for like memory storage inside. Elon Musk's brain, like that they just, you know, yeah. uh, but you can see through the the glass walled rooms of server banks to one particular terminal that you know is where this, you're going to need to install your virus. This is like the movie Inside Out. If like the metaphor wasn't colorful spheres, it's just data banks. But it's the same concept. I get it. Okay, I, I want to head over to the server I need to plug into. Fantastic. Um, and this would be the move virus yes. uh, to try and install your your ghost. Let's let's try and get that ghost in there. Twelve is twelve enough to get a, get my ghost in there. No. Oh, I need. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's what my third action since yes, you got one. Here, I think I got one more. Cool. Let's let's. Here let's, we go. Let's try for virus one more time. 
Uh, Eleven. Uh, oh dang. Okay. I'm well, gonna need you to buy me another turn. Sorry about it, this. It's very yeah, pleasing be... to me that we have four actions, and in the card game Netrunner, you have four actions. <laughs> uh, sure. I just re- I, I did, just realized. I didn't, I... <laughs> I didn't know that, but I guess I guess whoever designed Netrunner came to the same conclusions as me. Uh, that that would be optimal. So, um, you, um, Chungus Musk looks up from his phone and is done ratioing all your posts. And now he uh, summons three. Uh, actually, he summons one raven, and I think he summons another giant. More and... for me to stab. <laughs> you get him. I believe in you. You've got this. And on this turn, um, uh, he, the, they they do their like effects of being summoned. So in this case, raven. Uh, Five against ten, so it actually doesn't land. So you're okay. No, nothing's getting derest. And then giant uh, is five against thirteen. Just bad rolls, yes. kind of around the place <laughs> today. Um. S- Sophie summons giant. Ooh, woo, I hope I don't get stepped on. <laughs> well, thank- thanks for your contribution to the podcast, Austin. Let's move on. I've just rolled n- nines on like every roll for that first round. I think it's earned to get yeah, some bad musks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Musk Musk summons some memes, but they're all dog shit, and everybody knows. Everybody knows. So um, it's now Joe's turn again. Uh, yeah. I think um, we get an image of like the inner dialogue between Chandra and this AI. Incredible. Uh, and it, it, they, it is like it looks like Agent Smith, um, and he's saying like, "You need to get past his defenses." Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. I'm try. I think. And then what do you do? I think Sh- Chandra's gonna keep trying to land with. Um, actually, she's gonna summon Asp. Give me that Asp uh, roll. So that uh, that's an eleven versus sixteen initially. Okay. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I no snap at step on. Viewer, Asp is no step on snack. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you summon it, but its effect doesn't go off. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> is that when it's summoned? Yeah, that's the summoning okay. effect. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Well, then, we're just going to have to try and land with Raven, I think. Like Raven's attack? Yeah. Okay. 14 versus 16. Damn it. Okay. Dang it. Wait, that's a 10. I get to roll another dice. Oh, oh shit, yeah, hell do. yeah. There you go. Uh, and a 10. That hits. You don't get <laughs> okay. to roll another 10, no, apparently. I don't. We did learn I, this I while we were recording. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it definitely hits, but it does two damage. And what happens... This is the first time any of you land brain damage on, on Musk. And what happens is that the whole moon, like, shakes violently. I think you're all actually knocked off your feet by this shaking. Chandra, we are not wanting to wake the man up. We are trying to infect with worm. Please, do not brain damage. He's... Look, we need to get rid of his programs one way or another. Uh, and then... Uh, I'm going to attack with Wisp as well. Cool. Um, give me that roll. Uh, 13 versus 16. Not yeah, quite. Yeah, so nothing happens. Little I-beam laser, I assume, is how Wisp attacks. So I'm going to... 
Yes, I have one slot left. So I'm just gonna summon armor again because it's a good sacrificial thing. Actually, I don't mind if I don't mind if a snake's destroyed. So maybe I just do sword. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you doing? It to? I'm gonna I'm gonna sword on the on his raven. Okie dokie. Give me that roll. Uh, yes, that's a crit. Okay, well you definitely yeah, hit definitely it, hit. and uh, and you do eleven damage, which is a bunch for a little tiny raven. Ooh, ooh, no, please. There you go. You 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 go up and stab the bird. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. Uh, Jess, what does uh, Juniper do? I think she says something like, "Now let's cut you down to size." Oh my god. <laughs> but it's just a bird. Like it's just a raven. Is it too <laughs> late to switch sides? <laughs> Must I be over here? <laughs> and she's got her like arm out in so the like is... Yugi like. Uh -huh. Pose with the fucking fingers like splayed out. So what does Juniper do? <laughs> Juniper is going to summon Killer. Oh Ooh. shit. It's my boy. Killer. <laughs> so Is there uh, a summon for this? Yeah, this is an anti program one, so you're gonna have to target either the giant or the raven. Okay. Killer. I target Raven. <laughs> okay. Um, and... That's only a nine, so we'll see how that... We'll see how that is. Um... Oh, shit! But the, the raven rolls unbelievably shittily. So you do hit the raven and kill it. Hooray! Awesome. And then... And Chungus Moss goes, Hey, that was my bird! Awesome. Uh, can I do some flavor on what this killer might look like? Sure. So I imagine that this program for Juniper looks like... Uh, the best way to describe this person uh, would be someone who was randomly assigned clothes off the Hot Topic rack. Uh, there's some okay. cyberpunk uh, elements to it, of course, but uh -huh. this is uh, this is a hot topic employee. Okay, it's the it's the I came through the Terminator time machine and needed to dress myself. Energy, absolutely, uh, and I think that they have a katana, of course. Fantastic, that's what we like to hear. How many now, katanas uh, do we have on the field now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no. Sword should I, I say sword, to be sword fair. Sword is after it's summoned, so. There we go. They have a katana, and they, they slice that bird down. Incredible. Uh, what else are you going to do? Well, at this success, Juniper will excitedly say, Ha! Huh, don't mess with me. I've got the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. You have three more actions. What do you do? <laughs> um, is Juniper interested in maybe, like, helping Alva I, to I was, hack somehow? I was going to say, uh, is there any ability that anyone else available here has that can help me with the hacking? Right. I would love to. Uh, what, how can I do that? Well, you could go there yourself. I think if we flavored it like this... You go to the terminal and you, like, try to open up the systems, like, yourself. You could do a backdoor check, and then we could give that as a plus two to Alva's attempts from then on. 
Okay. I, I, the, I, I enjoy that. The classic NCIS scene where two people are on the same keyboard do a counter. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Juniper runs over and she's like, to open command line on Windows 2069, it's uh, the meta key, the Windows key, and R. Oh, I was going to ask what like old person tech advice you're giving her. I... Um, give me a backdoor <laughs> roll. Oh, I remember when it was the Facebook key. Oh, goodness. Our times have changed. Yeah, so you actually, you try to do that and it doesn't work. Oh, shoot. Is it maybe the Google key? Alphabet? <laughs> I, there's too many keys uh-huh. these days. Uh-huh. I think it is Exxon Mobil key. They have updated the system. <laughs> okay, let's try that. No. Jesus Christ. That wasn't working <laughs> nope. either. Yep. No. Nope. Uh, what what companies keys? are left? I, I thought. I thought. My, I thought one of one of my my, my oh. grandnieces said something something about the, uh, the 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 BP oil button. The the, lo- the try the LimeWire key. You know what? You're all just yelling, and it's making everything worse. You know what? There's there's a SpaceX key right here. Let's give it a shot. Perfect. <laughs> it was it was hiding in plain sight. It was so obvious. So oh yes, the one that looks like a, a phallus. This time, yeah. So actually, I'm gonna I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say you make it so easy that Alba installs her ghost right away. Um, oh yeah. Okay. You just had to find the right key. I, yeah. Um. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm still used to my old, my old keyboard I've had since the since the forties. Suddenly, the the world starts like shaking again around you, but it's not this time like an earthquake that could like knock you off your feet. But rather, it's like the world starts glitching really extremely. The textures get shaky and bad, and you suddenly find yourselves all in a Tesla factory. By the construction line. And Chungus Musk is no longer battling you. His dual disc is gone. And uh, he's he's had to take his uh, onesie hood down and wear a hairnet. And he's he's working at the construction line. Uh, um, The spectating, like... uh, the, the spectating Elon Musk, the normal Musk from before, he's with you all, and he's looking at this scene, and he's saying, Wait, wh- wait, what's going on? I don't... Where did the moon go? What? Yeah, I just... I thought I'd show you a bit of a glimpse at what the, what you put people through, you know. Here, here we are, coming up to Christmas Day. Not everyone's so lucky as you to be in your glass-walled, wood-floored, fancy house. A lot of... Well, basically everyone who works for you... Is, is stuck doing this today with no choice of leaving. A, uh, a like a, a, a line manager walks past, keeping a close eye on all of the uh, all of the employees, and like you can kind of see Chungus Musk kind of tense up a little bit as he, he carries on working and, and tries not to you know attract the scrutiny of the overseer. Um, Musk it- says, but well. <laughs> Okay, there are low-level jobs in every company, but, you know, he just got to climb the ladder. He's just, just got to pull himself up by his bootstraps. Oh, you, you know full well, or at least I hope you do, that there's no climbing the ladder here. The entire purpose, the way you've built this place, is that people are lured out here with the offer of work and then realize there's no incentive to let them climb the ladder because they can't afford to leave. They can't afford the space fare out. They can't afford to do anything else. It's this or die. 
and they get stuck here. And if there's if, if people above them know that they're stuck here, there's no incentive to pay them more or let them let them move up the ladder. They just they're stuck here. Oh, look, Chungus look Musk at... starts discreetly peeing in a bottle. I was about to say that's, <laughs> that's exactly where I was starting to go. Yes, and, um, and... not yeah. Um, you might want to look away for a bit of privacy for that one, but um, yeah, no. Uh, when you're when your only choice is starvation and not being able to survive, you, that's the kind of thing you have to get down to. And uh, and so. You know, normal Elon uh, seems to consider this for a second. He seems to be taking it a little bit to heart, but then he says, "Okay, but uh, it's me working for my company. Like, I want Tesla to succeed. <laughs> the world's not missing out on anything if I'm still working for Tesla. We're we're working to, towards the same goal." Daddy. And then uh, the the line manager stops a little further down the line, and uh, one of the workers has been has been. W wasn't doing his work. He was he was doodling something on a piece of paper. Mm, yeah, and can it's I? A, oh. It's a doodle of a little messy-haired scientist with a like a drool dribble running around his yeah, mouth. And, and his little, little nerdy a boy. Little, a little speech bubble says "wubba lubba dub dub," and the line <laughs> manager says, "What's this, Royland? Doodling on your when you're supposed to be working? You're going to be doing overtime." Through the night, and he snatches the paper off off of Justin Roiland and screws it up and throws it in the bin. And and, and, and normal Elon Musk falls to his knees. Yeah, and at, at throws this his point, fist in the air and goes, "No!" Al Alva turns and looks looks normal Musk right in the eye and says, "You may not care about the average person working in your factories, but any one person in your factory could have been a Justin Roiland or someone similar." Your factory could have prevented you ever being Elon Tusk back in the 20s. Could have never <laughs> happened. You that's the kind of thing that you could have prevented happening by forcing people to work endlessly, unable to do anything with their lives but work for you. And uh yeah, Musk looks like defeated, very upset by this statement and he 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 gets up and he just runs out of the out of the uh, assembly line uh, through 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 one of the doors, and um, the the world starts melting away around you as you've successfully installed the ghost of Christmas toil. Congratulations <laughs> to everyone listening to this. It, the existence of Elon Tusk is one hundred percent the entire reason I picked this ghost to go with. I was like, <laughs> I, I genuinely feel like like um, Justin Roiland working working in a Amazon factory only thing that would get through to him. I genuinely uh -huh. believe that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, but on another level, I'm like, maybe it would be better if Justin Roiland had worked oh, in a factory. Uh, look. Wow. <laughs> I, Jesus I'm, Christ. All I'm going to say here is that Elon, uh, that, that Justin Roiland not working in an Amazon factory does give us some leverage here. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. Nothing else. You find that all of your uh, all of your uh, all of your black ices have also derazzed as you as you move from the from the factory. The factory starts to derazz as well. All, all of the textures disappear, and you find yourself in uh, a new place now. It's 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 a concrete plaza with these gray kind of nondescript residential buildings on every side. It's just like it's just the heart of like a completely nondescript 
city that would just be, you know, the city or, you know, the metrop like it would be like metropolis level in Sonic or something. It's completely cut and paste. Right. It looks like Tony Hawk. It does look a bit like Tony Hawk. Uh, this picture is actually from a very similar era of, uh, or the same era of, of, of video games. And, um, and is this from fear? You all find yourselves in this in this little uh, courtyard, and then um, across the courtyard from you, a man starts strolling towards you. He's wearing shades and a long leather trench coat. This this is Elon, the one, because you've entered the Matrix level. <laughs> of Elon Musk's <laughs> custom so, as- architecture. As we're fading into this, um, Albert is just going to say to everyone, um, I, I know that all of you probably look. There was a, there was once upon a time a time before um, before before uh, certain certain animated program was was mandated on TV. I'll tell you about them four times later. <laughs> Back before mandatory um, twelve hours a day of burping science hour. <laughs> and um and you realize that this the spectating musk the musk is just kind of along for the ride is sitting on like the the little park bench facing into this co- this concrete plaza uh you didn't notice him before but he's there and he, he his eyes look puffy like he's been crying but he <laughs> but he's got a smirk on his face and he says wait till you see Elon, the one special ability. He's going to put a stop to all of this. Laura, oh, I hate boy. to admit it, but you were right. This is worse <laughs> than Big Chungus. <laughs> <sighs> Are your own initiative? Yeah. Um, so this is this one is uh, Joe's one. So basically, okay. jo- Joe's... Chandra is going to be finding the place to hack. And so Elon, the one in his leather trench coat and sunglasses, says... Um, you're not going to be able to stop me. You should give up now. It's inevitable. No! He's Agent <laughs> Smith. Elon! E- 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 Elon, you're not even getting the right person's quotes from the thing. You're quoting the wrong characters. And uh, he, he also... Um, pulls a card from the air and places it in front of him, like, as if as an invisible dual disc, uh, and he and, uh programs start appearing but you can't tell what they are because the way that this is flavoured is that agents, like in the Matrix, start running out of the doors of the nondescript building Oh shit. Wait, hang on, is this supposed to be the Burley Brawl Courtyard? That is exactly yeah. what this scene is. That's correct. And so four and so four agents pour out of the uh, nondescript buildings, and uh, and there we go. <laughs> I think first things first. Probably gonna res a program to help with checks. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, you saw how Laura's one went. Yeah. yeah. It will need to be a pathfinder first, probably, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, first around. of all, yeah. I'm going to summon Sia. Okay. Uh, where's my Sia? Where's my Sia button? And you said all our programs derezzed, right? That's correct. They all disappeared. Then, I think uh-huh. she's going to sword one of the Agent Smiths. Okay. Uh, and I think I'm flavoring that as, like, These are she kind of is Agent heading off Brown. in a direction, but in order to get there, she needs to, like, 
get past one of them. Yeah, I think that that uh, makes sense. Did, sorry, did you do you 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 added that to do a pathfinder check, but you haven't done the pathfinder yet? Oh. Um, so do you want to do a pathfinder so you kind of know where you're going? Oh first? yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. That's a one. Plus. So yeah, you have no idea where to go. <laughs> you just look around you. You're like, let's get to work, and then you look around you, and it's just such identical, nondescript buildings that you just have no clue. Then can I resolve that sword check because I rolled really well on it? <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, okay, the defense will be uh, a nine, and so you definitely hit. Yeah. Okay, so mm -hmm. I think they go to attack, and she catches her arm and's like, looks at her arm and she says, "I know kung fu." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then just fucking like like fucking roundhouse kicks him into a building. That's very nice. Uh, it leaves, yeah, it like cracks the wall because the agents have, you know, real, yeah. real tough. And then I'm uh, gonna make yeah, another Pathfinder check. <laughs> please, please do, yep. Uh, plus two. So that'll be. That's a 10 plus 8. That's backdoor. Uh, but it's the same. I don't think I have a Pathfinder. That's oh, I, I do have enough. a Pathfinder button, but can I use I'm that I'm gonna take roll? the first roll. Can I take that first and roll? And add two to it, so it's 20. So. What happens is, with that very good roll, uh, actually with a 10 you would be able to roll again. So basically you just get the highest possible yeah. success, is the point. And what happens is that you're looking, you, you, you slam the guy into the wall, and then you're looking around trying to figure out anywhere to go, and it's just overwhelmingly, like, grey and dull. Can we and, get, like, a pan shot of it, like the camera circling her? <laughs> it's exactly it. <laughs> just to emphasise your complete bafflement. And then, in the distance, you hear a phone ringing. And she's and yeah. you know which building to go she's into. She's going to start oh, sprinting towards the phone, and that's the end of her turn. Fantastic! How did we not uh, see that coming? Jesus! Right? <laughs> so now, so now it's Jess's turn. What does Juniper do? Okay. Uh, I think Juniper is going to take a second to admire the trees in this plaza. Oh my oh. god. They're so lifelike. <laughs> that Elon Musk's uh, cyber system is so realistic that this <laughs> experience is a little bit overwhelming for her. This is she has the uh, the Buck Angel arc, and she ends up like wanting to stay in the simulation because there are <laughs> trees there that feel real, even though she knows they're not. Right. Uh, oh, sorry. The Cipher Reagan arc. I didn't mean that um, little slip there. I got those references. I understand things. <laughs> Actually, do. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So you're overwhelmed by the, the beauty of these fake trees. Right. Uh, after a second, though, probably <laughs> when Chandra begins fighting, she'll snap mm. back her attention and prepare yeah. to okay. duel. Here we go. It's time. <laughs> it's time. Duel. So I think first up, armor uh summon asp so they were both 14s so uh unfortunately in cyberpunk red defenders win ties so uh and that's a thing i know off the top of my head without having to look it up so um <laughs> you don't you don't manage to pull off the uh the, the special effect of asp this time i can All see right. why you said you're editing this one <laughs> no <laughs> no problem uh Third activity. Uh-huh. <laughs> activity. <laughs> my, for my third action. 
Yeah. I'm gonna use a sword to attack okay. Agent Brown. Fantastic. Uh, the one that Chandra already attacked or a different one? I uh, I don't think Juniper was paying enough attention to, to follow that. Right. Okay. So one at random, I suppose. Nice. Um, cool. That's not a great roll. That's but also not a great roll. <laughs> True, yeah. Okay, uh, one of these agents is not is looking a little worse for wear after that turn. Alright, uh, she'll attempt to finish him off uh, mm -hmm. as her fourth action. We love to see it. And it also hits, so I think that you actually successfully take out one of the agents. Do you want to tell me how that looks? Sure. Uh, I think it's because uh, she's now adopted the armor and become Thai Extreme once more. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. I think it's that one particular shot that you'll see uh, in like samurai media where uh, it's just running at them and there's a second oh, and then okay. you realize that they've been cut in half. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that. Um, so uh, I think it was Alva next in the initiative. What uh, do you do? Okay, so Alva's going to crack her knuckles and go, Okay, my eyesight might not be so good, and I'm not up to date on modern keyboards, but this is where I'm ready. Um, <laughs> okay, so she's going to do um, armor first, uh, mm -hmm. which is going to be flavored as a bunch of... You know, like, the hoodies you'd get from, like, Camden Market that just covered in, like, needless spikes? <laughs> yes. Yeah, just very, very spiky Beautiful. spikes everywhere. Okay, she's a little hedgehog now. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, gonna summon Killer, mm -hmm. uh, which is an 18 on the summon, so presumably is gonna get the... Um, yeah, is that... Was that a was that a natural 10? Yeah. Uh, so that was a natural 10, yeah. You're definitely gonna hit this. Okay, uh, um... Yeah. So, on, uh... So, 30, yeah, alright. Yeah, so I do, what, 4d6 damage? Uh, yeah, which it, would be... It, it auto-rolled it. It's part of oh, the, it auto-rolled uh, it. Part of the button. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's 13 damage? Hell yeah. One of the agents takes a hell of a hit. What What is that, uh... Yeah. What do you um, do to him? Yeah, so fl flavor-wise, um, Alva's killer is gonna be, um... How do I how do I do this? Um, is gonna be a like essentially like a roadie from like a from like a musical performance who's just got like a very big, very heavy looking um, uh, guitar case that they just start bludgeoning with. <laughs> okay, just, just doing a so big, it... big, big old, big old hit with a big, big uh, guitar case. We're all case. familiar that the. the... Agents in the Matrix are like Superman, but with with a black belt in in kung fu, and yeah, uh, just beating the killer them up with just walks up to him and just like, don't under look. Everyone underestimates a roadie. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got two more turns, uh, two more uh, actions on this turn. Right, so killer stays rezzed, does yes. it? Yeah, yes. cool. Um, so I can just attack again with the same killer. 
Yeah, is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah, I'm going to attack again with the same color. So let's okay. give that a, a 10. Is that going to... Uh, well, let's find out. Let's find let's out. Let's find out. No, this time the agent has grown wise and catches the big guitar case. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, in that case, um, last action, Alpha's gonna use sword, and that's a 22, it appears, for, uh, for, for sword. Holy fuck. Well, you know, I can't defend against that, so are you attacking yeah. the same agent still? I think same you... agent. Um, yeah. I think the way this is flavoured is while that agent is trying to hold off the very big guitar case bludgeoning, uh-huh. in, in, in comes Alva to just try and get a good swipe in while they're distracted. And you get a very good swipe in and actually kill him, so tell me about it. You have an actual yeah. sword? We're, we're back in Katana yeah. world? Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be an actual sword. I think that, look, based on when this is set and the rough age of Alva... Alva uh-huh. would be about the right age that we could be talking like really tacky anime sort like anime swords. So I'm <laughs> fucking I'm gonna Zangetsu, go with... Let's go. I mean, she gets yeah, out the bleach. That's, of, like, that's where long. I was gonna go. Yeah! Which, 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 which is okay. the which is the one that fucking extends? And oh, Zabimaru. The... Uh, yeah, Zabimaru from from Bleach. Christ. Yeah, fucking <laughs> just just fucking cuts this thing in in two. Fantastic. Fuck yeah. Okay. That's dealt with. Esquire, what, uh, Austin, what's Esquire's move? Like? I, I didn't understand any of that. You guys want to talk about American football? Um, <laughs> no, no, Yoski, you're in my world now. This is the lesbian podcast. <laughs> All right, Esquire is... Uh, now that I understand uh, what carries over and so forth, I'm going to yes. use one of my uh, Black Ices finally. So okay. I summon a most terrifying creature. Uh, using uh, my my forbidden legal arts, a uh-huh. enormous black dragon, leathery bat yep. wings, uh, uh-huh. t- teeth like a thousand swords, uh, yep. with the face of the most terrifying figure in legal history, the, the, the Satan of law, Antonin uh-huh. Scalia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I okay. I use the program Dragon. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, give me. <laughs> oh, and that's a 10. Already. Yeah. Great. I'm going to say 10 is just, just a gonna hit. So, yeah. um, Dragon is an anti program, Black Ice. What are you targeting? Just, I guess, one of the. Yeah, yeah the programs. Yeah, there's only the, the Agent Browns, right? Or the pro- only programs I'm aware of? The, this is the... what I'm saying. You You have. Yeah, but yeah, sure. You just target one of them, <laughs> and it definitely hits, and that was a 15. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, your dragon appears and blasts them. It's good. Oh, it's a little dragonite. Your flavor text is Austin summons a dragon. What? You don't know what a dragon is? Were you born in a barn? Fine. Fuck it. It's basically like if Yoshi could breathe fire, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's delightful. Right. There we go. Spicy dinosaur. So, uh, <laughs> that's your, what your Antonin black <laughs> dragon does. I can't, I can't do his tongue noise. Fuck. Blasts him with fire. The and, tongue noise is... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that was good. Okay, uh, you have three... You still have three moves re- remaining, though. Yeah, I do, and so I guess we're going back into the sword mines. Okay. Uh, which is what I call using my sword. Uh, one, two, three. How are those swords okay. treating you? Um, well, 14, a 6, and an 8 
is uh is an interesting one. So thirteen. So the first one hits. So the second one does not hit. And the third one doesn't hit either, but only just. Um, so the f yeah. Uh, so I leap into the fray. I'm once again summoning, ex uh, you know, exhibits from trial cases. Here's a rolling pin, exhibit X. Here's a boat or exhibit Z. Why are I'm they just, all like just comical oh, slapstick them. items? <laughs> because we're in the dark cyberpunk future. Murders get wild. <laughs> I. I'm just going to have to retcon a little bit. I, I just misunderstood some of the rolls. So let me just... Uh, it was the first one hits, the second one... Okay. They all hit! Congratulations! Hell yeah. Esquire is badass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good character, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, are right. you att attacking the same guy who your uh, your dragon already breathed fire on? If he's, yeah, if, they, if Agent Brown survived the 15 from Scalia Dragon, yeah, yeah, a sword time. Yeah, he did. He's not looking great, but he, he did. And now your swords take him out. Tell me about it. Yeah, so Scalia breathes just the hot hellfire, which is he's actually experiencing right now as we speak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it completely immolates the agent who just, just goes mm -hmm. up like a torch and, uh, you know, is because they're burning, they're unable to stop my fury of blows as I uh, reenact a number of trials. Uh, well, I guess the events that precipitated the trial. I'm thinking back <laughs> to the testimony, and it's like, oh, God, there was so much blood that it wouldn't stop, and I'm just acting out uh, with uh -huh. the, the cyber reenactments that w I played for the court, which were Fantastic. very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and which brings us around to uh, Elon the One's turn, and he says... Very impressive, Mr. Lawyer Man, but my special ability is called Me, Me, Me. Oh, yes, and... like the anime music video, the titties. <laughs> and I've got nothing to Hang say on to that. Hang on a second, what? And, and, he and he walks up to the Scalia dragon and plunges his whole arm into it, and this code goop spreads across the whole dragon and it turns into an agent and now works for him. Oh, the no. Other, the, the other agent that you didn't derez does the same thing to Alva's killer. Oh, oh fuck. God damn it. Fighting Antonin Scalia is my one fear, and I thought I had <laughs> mastered him, and now, oh, no. It's even this worse because is... he's wearing cool black shades. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and so now uh, the let's see I've got all these buttons to play with because I, uh, mm, I, I I've that. got your dragon now. Um, <laughs> ho ho ho! I have a dragon now. They took me 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 off YouTube. I bet it's on Vimeo. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, from the sounds of it, probably because of the titties. <laughs> yeah, I mean there are titties in it. <laughs> I think I'm attacking. I think I'm attacking Sia. So, uh, Joe, what's C is defense? Ooh, let me find give out. Give me a zero. roll plus that. It's zero. Okay. I have it up. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, just give me a roll, because now Austin's dragon attacks your C. -er. Flavor text, Austin's dragon is going to attack. What are you going to do? Or what are you doing? No, you can't pet the dragon. Oh, <laughs> no. We have a life point noise going down. 
<laughs> and it, it breaks it's into okay. lots of little it's triangles. Not, it's at least not attacking you, so you know. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it it's uh, what's the what's the res of seed? seven? Yeah, so it's definitely fucked up. And it's destroyed okay. instead of derezzed. Oof. Yes, you don't have seed anymore. Um, meanwhile, I think the killer. Ooh, defender wins. So the killer does not kill Juniper's asp. Last but not awesome. least, uh, the the one the remaining original agent um, now attacks. Uh, let me think. You know what? The remaining original agent now runs after Chandra, and. Uh, Oh, tries to, but doesn't quite grab her. And now it's Chandra's go. Okay, I think she's just going to keep running towards where this phone that she can hear ringing. Uh, yeah, okay, so the thing is, you get inside the, the big grey building that you know it's there. Yeah. Uh, and it's immediately just another, like, horrible maze of nondescript corridors. And so... Yeah. To make uh, okay. You're gonna need another Pathfinder as the first thing. Yeah. Okay, let's roll that then. So sixteen. Fantastic. So you 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 manage to like hear which floor it's gonna be on and run to, run all the way up to the top floor, and then to the the door uh, room you know three o three that it, you can see that it must be ringing from in there, but it's locked. So then I so that's my second action is summoning worm. Then I mm-hmm. make a backdoor roll. Okay, give me the backdoor roll. Plus two, that's a 20 plus a d10. Ooh, yeah. So I think that you just kick this fucking door down. Holy <laughs> shit, I got like, a 30. Yeah, I think you definitely just <laughs> blow this fucking door off its hinges. Uh, maybe you didn't even kick it, you'd like... Uh, I like she just door. puts her outstretched palm on the door and, and it just like, f- like splayed out and it just kind of flies like and hits the back wall. Very nice. Yeah, that's a secret. And... There is no door. <laughs> and uh, inside you see a ringing rotary phone I Last move I go and answer the phone Is this going to be a virus roll? Yeah, you're trying to uh, put the virus into the phone network basically um, Play some dial up down that line I don't have a virus button either <laughs> uh, Yeah, so for this we're just going to uh, roll d10 plus your... Uh, Interface ring. Okay, so that's a seven plus my interface, which is, I believe. Sorry, what's the seven? Seven is the D10. That's roll. the result of the D10. Yes. Oh, I see. And then my gotcha. interface is six, so that's thirteen. Yeah, you don't succeed. Okay. Damn. Oh no. So we're going around again, okay. and it's uh, and it's Juniper's turn. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help but have clicked on this link in chat to a video called oh Me, God. Me, Me. Yeah, it's okay, a lot, isn't please, it? The music is quite good, but the video. Like, I, I mm. beg. I beg, please. <laughs> <It> is... <laughs> I'm sorry, Sophie. It's good, though. You should watch it. No, it is all oh, of anime's worst just impulses saying... <laughs> distilled into a single video. Well, that's I, what it's course, about. I have been it's watching the... it, but I but I want to please make this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to the lyrics, you know it's a condemnation of all the cool stuff it's showing. 
This is so, so good. What do you do Historically, that's dead. always gone well in anime: is to uh, show cool stuff and condemn it. Uh... All right. Well, I suppose for my first action, Juniper has heard of this video, me, 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 and has done a quick <laughs> web search <laughs> and watched a few seconds of it, <laughs> and then believes everything that I just said about it being. The worst impulses of anime distilled <laughs> into a video. Right. Uh, uh huh. And then, for her other three, uh, she's gonna sword. Fantastic. <laughs> Why didn't you give me three sword rolls? Okay, a fourteen, a fourteen, and a twelve, and that's rolling against. Uh, yeah. So, what do you what are you stabbing? So. Just, they're all Agent Brown, even though uh, they don't look like Agent, like... Right, but you you would know which thing had been the dragon or had been the killer? Right. Okay. Uh, uh, for flavor, let's say, one of them is still holding the uh, the big heavy guitar case, and the other one has Antonin Scalia's face. Absolutely, and then the other I need to agent. stab that on my turn. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Austin just really wants us to get sued from this episode by he, every he's possible dead. angle. He's dead. What's right. he going to do? It's, it's the killer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, 11 and 11 and 10. Uh, none of those defend against your stabs. So congratulations. Um, that What's that cumulative damage? Jeez. 7, 8, 9... Yeah, you fuck him up. Tell me what it looks like. Um, so I think Juniper, uh, still wearing the tie extreme jacket, mm-hmm. love it, has channeled her frustration in the internal battle she just had to do between lesbian brain and feminist brain, uh-huh. and <laughs> moves all of that conflict and energy into her blade. All these references are meaning that I'm going to have to keep the discussion of me, me, me in the fucking final <laughs> and I uh, resent that. Uh, anyway, so you cut this guy cut this guy down. Fantastic. Um, it's Alva's turn. Uh, right, so on Alva's turn, um, you're going to start by getting another killer out because, fuck it, what's the best way to deal with a killer? More killer. Um, uh-huh. So... Uh, 14 on summon. Cool. Um... Uh, going for the other killer. <laughs> okay, I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, no, 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 sorry. Um, so, uh, Jess just cut cut down the other Oh, killer. that one's down. Okay, I well, I guess I'm going... Does four, Does 14 hit Antonin Scalia? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> let's, find, let's find out. Uh, Dragon's defense is uh, a bunch. Oh, yeah. Six. Uh, Six. Uh, so, 11. So, yes, it does hit this time. It does hit. Cool. So, that's uh, 14 damage. Hell, yeah. We Is love that enough, or do I need to keep hacking away you at it? got to keep going. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to summon a second... Uh, how many killers do I have? I need to double-check that. Oh, I can have two killers out at once. Yeah, hell, yeah. Let's... Oh, no. My other... Does... 
the uh, the killer being on the other side is an agent stop me Good summoning question. another killer. Yes, mm. but now that the killer was destroyed, you have it back again. So congrats, okay. you summoned two killers. That's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna summon my second killer. Um, fifteen against Antonin Scalia. That's uh-huh. that's gonna get that dragon, I imagine. And twelve. So yes, uh, you you hit him for il- another eleven damage. Still not down, but okay, severely wounded. Uh, so. I'm then gonna just just because I like finishing off stuff with anime swords. Let's uh, let's do a <laughs> let's do a sword. Fifteen. Okay, let's find out. No. Uh, yeah, you hit him. Yep. Cool. Um, so that's what fifteen more damage. Holy shit! Yeah, you take him the fuck out. Oh, of course, it's it's gonna be a different anime sword this time. Um. Uh huh. This is one that I know has swords in it, and it's from around the right period. It's a shit anime I watched, like, three episodes of. It's a sword from Sword Art Online. Just pick any fucking Oof. anime sword from that. Oh, no. Dark <laughs> yeah. Repulsor. Oh, beans. He, Why do I know that? into little, little polygons. He shatters everywhere. <laughs> um, it's it's now back to uh, Esquire. All right, so there's only one uh, agent left. Correct. Armor, sword, sword, sword. Nice. I'd call the agent to the stand. (laughs) Okay. And your swords were a 13, a 17, and a 17. This is definitely fucked up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you land all of those hits, uh, which would definitely mean you kill him as well. So tell me about that. This is the agent who's pursuing Chandra. So I think that Mm -hmm. you're kind of in the, maybe the stairwell or the top corridor of the big nondescript building that she went into yeah the first two swords i summon are just uh you know blades just like uh, a butcher's knife and some kind of uh terrible curved scimitar uh, i mm. slash slash and then i summon my third quote-unquote sword and it's just uh it's a uzi and i just empty it into their back it was a very strange <laughs> trial someone <laughs> someone did a murder with this and i counted as a sword in this, the Romeo plus Juliet rules. Fuck yeah. yeah. It says sword on the side. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're back around to, to Musk the One, and he goes, Hmm, impressive. But I was holding back on you. I didn't summon last turn. And then he, uh, three more agents pour out of uh, like various doors around, around you. And... Um, each one of them and uh, Musk the One each convert one of your programs. Mm. So, what have we got? Two killers and an asp? Yeah. Yeah, they're Elons now. So yeah. We didn't really focus on you killing my Scalia dragon. I want to say that I was frozen in fear looking up at it and it was going to eat me when you sliced it. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was like, there's no way. The legal precedent is too strong. <laughs> Star Ace Decisis is controlling in this case. And then you slice his head off. <laughs> um, and I think that what happens now with just this many agents uh, is that, like, they they each they they try to start doing the kind of uh, burly brawl style, like, dog pile. They're all running after. Uh, they're all running after Chandra, and I think that the next... So none of them actually attack yet, but the next turn is going to be about stopping them all from piling on to Chandra, because that's what they're trying to do. Mm. Chandra, if you want to successfully do the hack, now would be a real good time for that. Yeah, I, I, do, I do think you that that would be good. Four attempts. 
to pull it off? Uh, a virus check, yeah? Yeah. Well, please. let's... Uh, that's a d10 Interface plus... rank plus d10. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Nope. That's not great. <laughs> uh, d10 plus eight. Go on. I'll do another one. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That doesn't... No, quite there. That's 11. Eight plus eight. Hey, okay. Woof. So on the third a third turn of that of that turn, uh you manage to install your program. Elon comes at you, the other you know, the, the agents were all chasing after you, but Elon was as well, and he tries to throw the first punch and you catch it, and then uh you is is it that you force feed I him? I think I force pill? feed him a red pill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh so we're suddenly we're suddenly taken to another kind of spectating scene where the normal Elon who was on the park bench watching all of this and cheering on the agents because he doesn't understand the Matrix um, uh, is now watching as Elon the One is 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 sitting at home tweeting about how cool Dogecoin is and how uh, and how. Uh, you know, Tesla stock should cost less and cost more or whatever, and just just flagrantly manipulating the stock market and also cryptocurrency uh, from from his tweets. And um, it's kind of a split scene because I think at the same time as we're seeing this, we're also seeing people who are like, whose lives are being ruined, who's, who are being absolutely uh, just devastated by just the, the merest inconsequential posts from Elon the One's tw Twitter account. Uh, Chandra, what do you say to Elon who's watching this? Um, you, you think that your tweets are harmless, but these are the consequences of you selling this kind of nonsense ideology, I guess. It's Crypto is a bubble, and it was always going to burst, and when it did, you ruined so many people's lives, including my parents. And I think- Oh shit. Yeah, I, like, they- her parents, like, got done in by this, I think, and that's why she ended up growing in this very, like, basically, like, low-key war zone. Interesting. Okay. Um... Do we see some of that? Do we see Chandra's parents? Is that what you want yeah, to do? Yeah, like, I think you, you, yeah. We see them, like, kind of being kicked out of their of their old accommodation and then having to, like, go on the road and then ended up ending up basically living in, like, a mobile home, kind of, and in the distance you see, like, kind of vertebrates and stuff, like, firing at buildings and things like that. And uh, Elon says, uh, Listen, that's really sad, but they should have just made better investments. And I, I, I think maybe Chandra just says to me, like, most people only get to make one mistake like that. You don't, you have the luxury of being able to bounce back from stupid decisions. Others don't. Yeah, I think he doesn't know what to say, and he just falls silent. Um, and once again, the world starts to like glitch out and, and, and just despawn basically around you. And you find yourselves in a little like, uh, just a kind of void. Like it's despawned, but this time it doesn't lead straight to a different, a different place. Uh, but Elon, who was spectating is who you were just talking to is still with you the whole time. 
And he's like, oh my god, I, you made it to this level. No, uh, oh, shit, fuck. And, um, and in the distance, you see a guy walking towards you. He's, uh, it's hard to recognize him at first. Um, he's wearing a, a blue button-up shirt and uh, smart trousers. <laughs> Uh, oh. He's, oh no! He's balding. He has puffy red <laughs> eyes, and as he gets closer, it's only when you realize then that he, this is actually a a twenty-something Elon Musk. And he says, "Hey, hey, hey, guys! Uh, hey, I'm I'm actually I, actually I'm uh I'm not gonna uh fight you guys. Uh, I, um, my special special move works uh, differently." To, to that instead um like you can do what you, you're gonna do but you just um and then like each of you start hearing like a phone call noise but it's not like the ringing of the rotary phone that you heard in the matrix this phone is well it's like your mobile when each of you like your familiar kind of ringtones that you receive to your cyber implants right it's the noise of you getting a call however that personally sounds for you my ringtone is back in the USSR by the Beatles. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, you hear uh, come and keep your comrade warm. And then, um, and uh, uh, it like, it, it like answers itself. Like it just automatically picks up because the, the, the call just, yeah, the call just connects. Mm-hmm. And all of you hear this, this man's voice and he goes, oh, uh, hello. Um, excuse me, I'm Henri. I'm uh Mr. Musk's uh, bank manager. Um, I believe you are. Uh, you have activated the failsafe in uh, his neuro architecture, and uh, you are each um, how 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 entitled to uh, two uh, trillion dollars each to uh, cease and desist immediately. I am sorry. Did you say you were horny? No, my name is Henri. Uh, what? What? Why are you telling us you are horny? Did you say horny? What? No, <laughs> listen. <laughs> you have the opportunity here to become rich beyond your wildest dreams. No. Hey, everyone, this capitalist is horny. <laughs> I mean, that's all capitalists, really, when they're talking about money. Also, look, before any of you take any any of this at all seriously... Do you do you in any world trust this man to not you know absolutely be trying to fool us here? Like, no, there's no way a man like this gives actually gives money to people. Doesn't happen, right? It'll probably and be the, like the, the time manager. he tried to fix the water crisis in Flint or build ventilators oh, a long time ago, or <sighs> save people from a cave. Or Jesus. anything that he promised to do hey, and then not the, do. Remember the pedo guy cave thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. I just remember. Yeah. Anyway, so, but uh, but Henri says, uh, no, no, um, uh, check your accounts. And, uh, like, a pop-up appears that's, like, your banking portal. And uh, it says, like, um, it, it, it you've each received $1,000. And he's like, the-, the rest can be wired to you if you cease and desist. You could not send enough money to cover legal costs to fight you. This is losing battle. You're digging a hole in the ocean. Look, look, he is... Even with that kind of money, I could maybe get some of the loved ones I have that are still working in those factories out. It's not going to stop countless more ending up where they were. 
There is no amount of money you could offer me that is going to let me... Is going to encourage me to sanction what you're doing. So no. It's just and going to be no. Nothing. The, no. The younger Musk uh, sighs and he goes, Okay, so you guys just... Well, none of you want the money then? Listen to me, Henri. No one woman should have all that power. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the younger Musk is looking between all of you and he goes, uh, Okay, fine. Well, if you want, you can just... There it is. And he, like, moves to one side and you can see that behind him is, like, an old CRT monitor uh, PC. When you, quote, when you quote Kanye West, does it summon that picture of Elon Musk and Kanye West together, both looking extremely ah. divorced? <laughs> <laughs> Where Elon's wearing the fucking Tesla truck shoes that look like they're, in, they're from a PS1 game. I mean, <laughs> the two most divorced men in history. In 2069, I think it's just sort of become a reference that's abstracted from the source. Like, it's just a thing that people say, but they don't realize uh, where it comes from. Right. Like, uh, like when you say phrases that are kind of idioms from the Bible, uh, that's what uh, Kanye West's music is to people in the future. Right. So um, <laughs> it, is, it is specifically Esquire's turn. So I'm basically yeah. just asking you if any of your characters are swayed by the offer of $2 trillion, uh, or if you just go ahead. I am like, not swayed, not because I'm a good person, but just because it isn't enough to win the legal battle I'm here to win. <laughs> Amazing. Um, um, but it's not yeah. all up to him. Yeah, cards yeah. on the table. Any of your players can just opt out of the heist now and leave with $2 trillion. I... Mm. <laughs> Joe's like, I gotta go eat dinner. I'll see you guys. No, 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 no. I just... <laughs> I, I feel like Chandra doesn't have that much money, but, like, she makes a decent amount from hacking. So, like, it's... Pr- and also, like, she's sort of in this till the end now. Like... Alva's Alva's got no money, but she's 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 old. She's never had money. She's even if she had it, she wouldn't make a difference. She survived this long without it. It feel like a slap in the face for her to take it with all the people she has known who have died over the years, not being able to get out of this man's company. It would feel like being paid off, and she's not here for that. Mm, it's very consciously a payoff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would feel like that because it would be. Uh, yeah. What about uh, Juniper? <laughs> Uh, Juniper genuinely believes that no one person on this earth should have the amount of power that yeah. $2 trillion gives you. Based. Yeah. So, um, Esquire, tell <laughs> So, Esquire, what do you do? Uh, you go and install the virus? Yeah, I'm going to walk up to it. As I do, I turn to the young Elon Musk and I say, So you are in the past, yes? You are in your 20s, so there is still time. You must stop your brother, Kimball Musk, from becoming best friends with Jeffrey Epstein. There is still time. This is a true thing. (laughs) 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 All right. And so uh, I think that you installing your, based on what you've told me, you installing your virus looks like you going on the computer and bringing up the Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of lawsuits that uh, mm. that Tesla has has experienced, and then you just tell him them. I yeah, I have the Wikipedia page open. I was just I was thinking yeah, we could do like a mindscape. Maybe he's like sitting in the the uh-huh. witness stand in a courtroom, and I'm just okay. reading off. Like they bring out stacks and stacks and stacks of paper for the like, <laughs> hundreds of lawsuits, and I'm just trying uh-huh. to read them until either shame or propriety or stock price sensitivity something cracks. Yeah. Okay. I, so I think that. So I think that. Uh, what's the area where the jury sit called? Uh, just the jury box. Okay, so um, 
the spectating musk is in the jury box as this younger musk is in the witness stand and as you oh. say you're just reading just just stacks of pages and like the thing about the virtual space is that time can dilate and can be manipulated. Uh -huh. I think that's maybe the thing that you've done that your program really focuses on is that you've subjected him to this for as long as it takes because uh, you know that there's plenty of material to read. And so how long do you think this goes on in the time that they're experiencing? Uh, I mean, from their perspective, I imagine to, to read all of the documents relating to Tesla court cases would take probably like 500 hours. Okay, fantastic. I think that's somewhere around, like, hour 200. <laughs> uh, the young Musk is just like, Okay, I get it, I get it. I won't do any of those things. And, like, uh, you know, grown-up Elon is looking at him in, in like, shame, but also complete agreement. Uh, you've clearly broken... <laughs> broken well, you've broken him. It, it's taken it's been two hundred <laughs> hours of legal proceedings. You have eight, not it's even been over eight days. <laughs> yeah. You have not even watched evidence video of man being decapitated in your car in Florida. Watch, his head comes right off while he is watching Harry Potter. You play the video and, and both of the Elons wince and and cringe at what's happening. Uh, and yeah, you did it. You 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 uh, you successfully installed the ghost of loss of Christmas lawsuits, and the courtroom uh, finally fades away. And we're brought to the final deepest level of uh, of Elon Musk's unique custom architecture. You find yourselves in a big, wide room with a high vaulted ceiling. Uh, with glass, with like a glass skylight, and one whole wall is like a is also uh, like is a window, and uh, for pop culture heads here, uh, <laughs> you recognize it as uh, as Ozymandias's tomb in the Arctic from from Watchmen, but when you look out of the big like full window wall, instead of the Arctic wastes, you see the Mars colony. Oh, that's cool. And uh, <laughs> we're not here to make Musk cool. Don't do this. No, <laughs> as in like the set piece that you've set up is cool. And uh, Musk goes. And Musk goes. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna regret not taking the offer now. <laughs> this final guy's special ability is gonna mess you up. You know that the Egyptian pharaohs were buried with their servants. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, oh. from, from behind a pillar strides Elon wearing uh, purple and gold robes and a little uh, little pharaoh's crown and uh, he's, he's up these stairs he's now standing in front of his, his, his like pharaoh's throne and he takes over from the other musk kind of mid-sentence and says uh, my special ability as Elon the king is that when you lose in the game <laughs> one of my alter egos will take your body and the other three musks appear from from also behind different pillars so first you see chungus musk and uh then then elon the one and then the younger elon musk as well all appear uh standing beside him i love a good boss rush and uh i think that the i think that the the uh, I think the, the the spectating normal Elon just starts laughing at this. 
So, because dual discs and cyber Yu-Gi-Oh, I have to point out that there, this is a Yu-Gi-Oh arc. This is the fucking they get trapped in the computer game, and and, and the, uh, the, the, the evil and CEOs are trying to steal their bodies. <laughs> it's literally evil CEOs trying to steal their bodies. The in twist Yu-Gi-Oh. is, uh, if you lose in the game, you're sent to the shadow realm. <laughs> well, I played with whether there was any kind of shadow realm thing I could do, and then I and then I thought, yeah, you know, the best thing I can do is is copy that bit where they're in the, the in the cyber game. Yeah, the, the, the bit where it's literally the CEO's yeah. trying to yeah. the fucking bodies. It's that, a, it's thank you. Thing. This is yeah. perfect. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and so oh. Chungus Musk uh, raises one of his Bugs Bunny gloved cartoon hands, and then points at Alva, and he says. Your ass is mine, <laughs> and and uh, Elon the one uh, takes off his sunglasses and looks uh, straight at Chandra, and the young the young Elon looks across the across the wide room at Esquire and says, "Yeah, I, I guess um, if you die, then I'll it'll, uh, it'll be me in your body." Yeah, I'm going to feed you to dragon. <laughs> and the pharaoh says uh, in case you misunderstand you are all fighting me but when I defeat you one by one copies of the Elon programs will take over your bodies and then he, he lastly points at, uh, at Juniper and he says your body will be mine oh uh no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Rather not. <laughs> um, and Elon spectating this is like is wriggling in his seat and, and clapping with delight <laughs> as the uh, as as Elon the King summons. I think two hellhounds and. Two saber tooths. Oh fuck, those are strong. Puppies and kitties. I That's like right. This. Yeah, yay! It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Everything's good. Um, oh, that was the wrong thing. Now, do you think this would be? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm talking to everyone, but do you think we should attack the real Musk now, or do we still need to install the last virus before that's a meaningful strategy? I think I, we probably I, need to make sure we don't die. Yeah. Um, I. F- Let's get this virus <gasps> installed as quick as we can. The the worry I have is that if we don't do if we don't go the whole way, if we don't put all the viruses in, this might end up being for nothing. We might, you know, defeat the thing, get knocked out, and nothing changes. I think if we'll, if we're gonna if we're gonna do this, I think we need to do it see it through to the end. We've gotta get that last virus in, I think. Give me your energy. Let's Make this virus install as quick as possible. Okay. Um, so, roll initiative, Austin, Joe, and Laura. And uh, then it's going to be Jess's go. Four turns. What do you do? Okay. I, I think it's time to Pathfinder. I think it is as well. Give me a Pathfinder roll. Oh, that's a 10. Ooh, shit. Um, so, you immediately understand the shape of this place, and you understand that up and behind the throne, there are stairs leading to a control room that you assume, you know, you know it's like a, a room with, like, equipment and, 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 you know, 
like fancy computers and stuff. That's the shape of this architecture. Right. Uh, and th yeah, the kind of the, the way that I work this, like I, I'm saying that it's up and behind where the bosses are, but you can just run past them and go up there uh -huh. because like, yeah, it's your turn to do things. <laughs> yes, I'd like to do that, please. Yeah, and the door to the control room is locked. So I'll need a backdoor check. 13. So 13 opens this door, and what happens is that you open the door, and in the same physical space as the door was, there's another locked door. Oh. Whoa. I see. Oh no, he's got two-factor authentication! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to backdoor this door as well. Okay, give me a backdoor check. Oh, that's not a great... Nine. Yeah, you fail to open the second door. Do you want to give it another go? Sure. Yeah, 10 opens the second door, and in the same physical space as the second door is a third door that's also locked. I might need some help now. over here. <laughs> now it's Austin's turn. All right, uh, Worm, and then Backdoor. Okay. Um, so Worm gives you a little boost on Backdoor. Yeah, do plus I have? Plus two. So 11 is enough for you to open the third Backdoor, uh, and in its place is a fourth door. Well, this is how I'm going down swinging. <laughs> this is how I win. <laughs> Uncut gems. 17. <laughs> Opens the door and there's another door behind <laughs> I, I think maybe we need to do something else first, perhaps. Alright. Uh, ID, I think, is the the logical? Or is it Pathfinder, yes. ID, what, and... What are you trying to ID? So ID is like you look at an item and, or an object or a person or anything and try to understand it. Yeah, the door, the door situation. I'm trying to ID sure. doors. Okay, give me um, a give me a roll plus your interface. Uh, twelve. So you understand that it is a password protected, like uh, you know, it's 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 uh, yeah, password protected part of the architecture, like all the other locked doors you've been doing throughout this architecture. Uh, but you know, with a twelve, you understand that like this one is unique and does something different to every other one. Okay, so that's my last action for the turn, and I'll just say everybody, to everybody else, our motion has been denied. We must not use backdoor. We must find another way. <laughs> I love letting you all rely on one tool for the whole game and then just being like, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's That's just great. good DMing there. Thank you. Um, so it is now, I believe, Laura's turn. Yeah. What does Alva do with all this information? Okay, well, the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to cast... Um, um, I'm going to get myself some armor, because I Fantastic. really do not want to have that body taken. Yum. Um, yeah. Then I'm taking a second. Can I cast armor on other people, or can I only cast it on myself? Uh, you, I think, yeah, you can only install it to your own cyber deck. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I was like... Yeah, I really want to make sure everyone else is safe. But let's, <laughs> let's go with this. Um, do, do, do. Remember that if your body is taken, you will be the meme musk. <laughs> yeah, be... I cannot let that happen. I, I was going to say the worst one, but like they're just... I really spent a long time crafting these characters. Uh, it would be awful to be any of them. <laughs> I Look, personally, that's the one I would least... I, the only other one that's up there is Matrix Musk, because I cannot allow... <laughs> I cannot allow the soul of a cis man to that is obsessed with the Matrix, and that's just not <laughs> that's how just Matrix engagement bad, should be. Yeah. That is that that's, makes sense. That's that would really be that is a special level of disgusting. Uh, what else are you gonna do then? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm having a quick look at what else I can do. Um, 
So Pathfinder has been done by someone already. Mm -hmm. In fact, it went very well and they understand where everything is. Uh, Did that highlight anything that might be a different form of entrance? Can we reiterate what was flagged up? What you got was basically that there was this one... Yeah, there's this this Mm. control room that you figure is probably where things are going to be. Uh, everything else I've already described to you. There's the big, the big wide room. There's the throne. There's the four musks. And uh, but yeah, the one entrance that there was to the control room has this, this this infinite door situation. Okay. Control is an ability that can control things attached to the architecture. So that is physical things in the real world. Oh yes, of course. Um, if we're all gonna die, just shoot out some more ice cubes. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a second to look at what abilities I have that might be, um, because my my first thought here is that the door might be a program that might need mm-hmm. fighting. So, so Austin ID'd the door and understood yeah. that it is a door like any other door in that, like, you know, what a door represents is just kind of a, a, a password protection. Uh, but there's something off about it. That's as far as he could get. Um, if I were to do an ID check myself, is there any chance I could glean more information if my yeah, roll turned out Yeah, Austin better? got a, a mid-success, yeah. Okay, let's try that then. Uh, 14, does that get me any additional information? Yes, so you understand that these th- these doors are essentially like other doors, but they will never stop. Like, they are just literally infinite. It's a trick to get you to waste time, is what you understand from your yeah. idea. okay. Okay, so Super Mario 64 rules. You have to turn around, do and a super back, jump, and yeah, then... Yeah, do the big backflip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright, we're gonna have and to go to... beat my puzzle by using a half A press. I'm gonna be so <laughs> yeah, fucking we're... mad. We're gonna have to okay. go through some parallel universes here. Okay, uh-huh. to, to clarify what we learned from Pathfinder, do we know for certain on the other side of this is where we need to be, or is that a... That's logically, a that seem, that's a hunch. Okay, I don't think that's where it is. So, other things you described, there was... Uh, Big hmm. wide room, as you're seeing it in Roll20, the, there's yeah. like a, a, wall, a window wall that's like looking out onto the, the Mars colony... There's, uh, you know, one wall is a bank of TVs. The other is, like, a trophy cabinet of uh, Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. With clocks in different time zones, including, like, Mars time zones. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> up the stairs, there's his throne, and there's the four masks standing there. And then there's, the yeah, also the Black Ice programs that he summoned. <laughs> the okay. Funko Pops are his phylacteries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to work out if there's any kind of check I can do to more accurately assess where else might be the place we're trying to find. You can um, ID stuff. You can tell me, yeah. I want to ID this thing. Okay, I believe I've got two actions left. So I want to ID mm-hmm. the the area of the room that's got the big bank of uh, screens. Yeah, so this is interesting. Uh, yeah, give me a roll. Yeah. 15. Sure, so you understand this really well. Uh, what's happening here is that there are enough screens that show basically every uh, terrestrial, uh, like, um, Earth American TV channel and yeah. also the Mars TV channels. And it is a recreation of what he has in his Mars palace, uh, in his in his Karnak on Mars. Um, 
where he can watch all the TV channels because he thinks that a thing that's a thing a cool smart guy in a comic book did. Uh, but here inside of his brain, it's it's doing the same thing where basically it's streaming all the TV shows into his brain all the time. Okay. I imagine if we uploaded the virus to this, that last ghost would be being beamed very directly into him, is my thought. Interesting thought. Um, you have one turn left. So I'm gonna... We've got one more person in turn order before it goes back to Musk, haven't we? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna communicate this information, and I think that at the very least I need to attack something of the summoned creatures or we're going to have a bad time considering the consequences of taking damage here. So I'm going to summon a killer. Um, Oh, that's nine. Okay. What are you trying to attack with it? That's my question. Um, One of the the hound dooms. Okay, perfect. (laughs) So that's a hellhound. Hellhound's defense is two, so your odds are good. Yeah, we'll see. And that's a nine. Defender wins. You don't land the hit. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately so. Um, mm-hmm. Right, on the turn passes. I, I shielded myself up, at least that's something, it's... and I have the killer there now, so... Yeah, it's Chandra's turn. Ugh. You've seen all of this happen, so you at least have the benefit of, you know, others' mistakes to learn from. Okay. Um, first of all, I'm going to summon Asp. Uh-huh. Which is gonna destroy is, a single yeah. program installed on target stack at random. If it lands, which it does not. Uh, isn't that just a summon effect? It's not an attack. No, it's it's if it if it's basically your effect goes off if you land the hit, like when it's summoned and also with the attacks. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, well then I'll summon armor and then I'll sword one of the hellhounds okay give me that roll uh, you successfully hit the uh, hellhound for 9 damage congrats that's good okay uh, cool and we're gonna go with that again I think okay give me another roll okay 15 against 11, so you definitely hit, and, and you hit it for 11 damage, which actually takes out that hellhound. Fuck yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay, that's one down. Elon the king uh, laughs to himself as he uh, summons an asp of his own. Aww. And Aww. I think... Anti-personnel, yeah. That's going to be against against Chandra, so please give me, uh, you know, your your interface role to defend. Uh, yeah, against the 16. It definitely hits, and so it derezzes one of your programs. Um, your asp is gone, and... Um, but it's not destroyed, not so that, I can now res another asp, potentially. Uh, yeah, he derezzes your asp, and then... The other three all attack. So we've got two Sabretooths and a Hellhound. We, we kind of said that uh, Juniper and Esquire had gone up to the control room and tr- were trying to hack these doors. And kind of comfortable in the knowledge that they were wasting their time. Uh, Elon the King focuses his attacks on the two people who are remaining in this big lobby area. Okay. So the 
Sabretooth. Oh, it's an anti-program one. That's interesting. Okay. And so the Hellhound responding to uh, Chandra killing the Hellhound um, tries its attack. Its attack would be... Ooh, it doesn't land. Congrats. <laughs> oh, thank fucking God. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> because it has a particularly nasty effect uh, that I'll, I'll let you know about if it lands. Oh, I'm aware what uh, the effect the is because I have one. <laughs> Great. And the Sabretooth... Uh, the Sabretooth now attacks uh, the killer. One of them attacks the killer and one of them attacks the worm, I think. I would like to read out the flavor text for the... Uh, the Hellhound? Hellhound? Which is... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Musk the king has a heck pupper, bork, woof, etc. <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly what the... Yep. <laughs> that's what it says. Okay, uh, and yeah. Uh, which of those was against which... Mm. So the first one was against the uh, the killer, and it was eight. So if you could roll uh, plus the killer's defense, which is two. So uh, 1d10 yeah. plus two. Trying to beat an eight. Uh, nine. Nice one. Okay. Oh, killer's all right. <laughs> killer's saved. And then uh, Austin, you'll need to roll 1d10 plus your the worm's defense, which I believe is just zero. Yeah. So 1d10. It's just a little worm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, 4 doesn't beat 11. So what was it? No. Yeah, it was 11. So the worm is destroyed. No worm. Fair and uh, it's back around to Juniper. All right. I love the good mystery. <laughs> Isn't it great? So originally I was thinking, okay, what's going on with this throne? That's probably something. But upon noticing that uh, most of the fire is being uh, sort of directed down towards the big room, Mm. Juniper logics that it's probably somewhere to do with that room. Interesting. Uh, And so it's going to go over to the trophy case and try to ID it. Okay, give me an ID roll. Oh, a te- another 10. Okay, holy shit. I love shit. Funko that you Pops. Do perfectly, you completely understand this, this case. And you look closely at the Funko Pops and you realize that they look like people? Like, they don't look like they're referencing pop culture and intellectual properties, but just like, they just look like people... And then IDing it, you understand that this is a memory cabinet where uh, <laughs> where he's he keeps a bunch of uh, memories. It's similar to like the server bank that you saw before. Oh right. It's basically his. It's basically his Funko Pop treasured memory cabinet. These don't look like anything in Hot Topic. Probably something here. You have three more net actions to take. <laughs> The phrase, I upload the virus to the Funko Pop, is in my mind, and I'm just thankful I got to think it. That was beautiful. Can I upload the virus to the Funko Pop? I don't know if that... I I think maybe uploading the virus to the TV channel would do better. Yeah. Uh, I think that Juniper's going to cross the room 
and try to mm-hmm. upload the virus uh, into the TV channel. Uh, and if successful, she's going to try to mask it with the opening scene of Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay, so that you know he'll definitely accept it. Um, yeah, uh, give me, give me, give me a roll, just an interface roll, one d ten plus eight, to try to upload to TV. Oh, that's a one. Yeah, uh, I think that you, yeah, I think you got absolutely nowhere with that. Ah, right. Can I try again? <laughs> well, you have two more turns, uh, two more actions this turn. So yes, if you want okay. to. Okay. 14 yeah a 14 with okay with a 14 you try you do like basically connect to the terminal of the of the tv bank and try to start uploading this thing and uh you realize that like it it, they are just kind of screens because they are just receiving an incoming they're just receiving incoming broadcasts like there's basically nothing to upload to it's like if you tried to upload a virus to the antennae in your car right <clears throat> i don't know if this is anything but looking at the list of abilities or you know interface abilities one of them is called control and you can control things attached to the net like cameras drones turrets mm-hmm. if we control whatever those signals are coming from i mean this is dream logic mm-hmm. i guess you, you could turn the virus like send the virus in that way that's just a random thought no that seems seems sensible what was the there was three features to the room right it was the trophy cabinet the back door and the i'll describe everything in the room okay. again you're Thank in a you. wide high vaulted room with a skylight uh, like a glass skylight and a whole window right. wall. the window and instead wall. of the arctic wastes it looks out on the mars colony uh there's the tv bank on one wall and opposite this this cabinet with its clocks above it that are in different time zones up the stairs stands the big golden very gaudy throne and in front of it is elon the king there's chungus musk elon the one and the young elon all next to him uh and then beyond them up the stairs is where you were trying to get into the control room all right can i look out the window sure i will it's not an action so yeah you just uh you see the mars colony it looks how you are used to it looking from tv uh, or from you know news broad- broadcasts, basically like it's big domes to allow people to live in these kind of like big sturdy biomes together that are connected by like kind of highway tunnels that are also like protecting from the harsh atmosphere of Mars. While Musk's, uh, while you know, while Tesla's ongoing attempts to uh, to uh, terraform the planet are you know progressing. Right, tunnels, of course. Do we have any reason to believe that what's on these TVs in his brain here is what's really on TV right now? Yes, because you ID'd it and mm. you understood that this is yeah. basically his mental Netflix. Like, he okay. just has, yeah. Um, control is for controlling things attached to the architecture but out in meat space. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can uh-huh. we... Is there something on the meat space network we are on... So unfortunately, can... the network you're yeah. on is just Elon Musk's brain. So no. No. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was hooked up to the same network as the house that maybe there'd if be something in If you wanted to make him house. do a Fortnite dance, maybe I'd let you, but no. Okay. <laughs> and we can't jack out because of then all the black ice would attack us. The interface ability scanner is a, we'll use a meat action to find out the meat space location of access points. 
would that be like we could go back is there anything there where we could figure out if there's another outside of his brain thing uh i'll just tell you that like you are just in his brain that's just his brain and isn't connected okay. to any other networks or anything of any sort okay i'm gonna talk out loud a bit i'm gonna go oh, with yeah. my thinking right here yeah this is the big final puzzle so please do uh what this looks like to me is every other level of the brain was like elon musk's imagined world i think that this is like the the core this is like his actual brain like this is what he thinks that he is uh like really so like you've got memories and you've got like tvs which could represent like uh, outside stimuli um but i don't know what to do with that information <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you yeah you're going through it all well that's good i will say iding is a good move and hmm. you're getting onto the right track when you're iding things in the room well, we've we've ID'd the infinite door. We've ID'd the bank of screens. We've ID'd the Funko Pop shelf. So we need to ID one of the Elons. Let's ID also the, throne. the window. Yeah, I was loading. gonna say, is the throne a separate thing we haven't ID'd yet? You haven't ID'd the throne, if that's what's something you wanted to do. Yeah. You haven't ID'd the Elons, which was Joe's suggestion. Let's I wanna ID the window. <laughs> okay. Give me a roll. Ten. Ten. You understand that it is uh, a window in within the virtual world. Uh, in the real world, it would keep out the harsh atmosphere of Mars. In this world, it's really just another video game texture. You look out the window, you see Arnold Schwarzenegger gasping for air. <laughs> Musk is a big yeah. Total Recall fan. Sorry, uh -huh. no one uh -huh. got it. It's okay. No, I got it. Um, <laughs> a window. Yep, you ID it. It's a window. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> and I, I think, think you've that's got what, the, two left? the last of your turn because you're yep, seeing four actions here. Oh. So Esquire does what? Oh, bollocks! <laughs> All right. So on my turn, I'm going to summon Dragon again. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm into that. I've already done the Scalia Evil Dragon, so there aren't any good lawyers or judges it, it by it's the definitional you know it's a yep, yep. oxymoron but the, probably yep. the the best would be uh third good marshal it's probably civil rights uh lawyer and supreme court justice so that's the good dragon i summon uh -huh. that is the opposite of the evil scalia dragon <laughs> uh, okay. the, uh against programs defense and what are you attacking uh i think we gotta hmm my, I was gonna say clear out these kitties and doggies, but I am curious. Should we? We should ID the musks before I start hammering on them, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna yes. say you, you're, you can do that before yeah, the dragon attacks. You can do a little bit of that. All right. Uh, eleven on okay. the musks. Uh, okay. So broad strokes, you understand that the musks are in fact programs. They are tied to the architecture, but they are uh -huh. also programs, and so anti-program moves can work against them. Mm. 
Yeah, that was my other thought. It was either we have to physically destroy this room in some way, break the window, get sucked out onto Mars, or blow <laughs> up the doors, or we need to beat these guys because they're keeping the doors infinite. So uh, Dragon is going to attack a young Musk. That's my Musk. You also have you all have your own Musks. <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's get uh, young Musk's defense up. So I need eighteen. Doesn't land. Not even close, uh, but I will <laughs> then follow up with sword, sword. Nothing. Okay. Just defend, foolishness. Defend. And, uh, yeah, not a hit. Not a hit in the whole turn. It was an honor serving with you. I will <laughs> miss you in hell. Wiskalia and I have a, an arrangement. We are going to battle in hell for all eternity. <laughs> okay. Wow, that sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'd love just to tell Scalia everything that the founders didn't know when they wrote the constitution uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay <laughs> like we get more cool ranch doritos in a single day <laughs> uh, i think i think it's my turn next okay so you didn't land any hits on the musks um okay i've got killer i'm gonna id the throne okay give me a roll 14 yeah, so you understand well, but sadly you understand that it's just another video game object. Yeah. Like the window. That's totally fair. I'm going to leave this to everyone else to solve for now. Um, <laughs> let's summon a second killer because, of course... Fab. Um, oh, nine. We love to see it. Um, I'm obviously going for meme musk. Okay. And uh, 19, so he doesn't land. <sighs> Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so then I'm going to do an attack with one of my killers. Um, that is a 16, but it's a, a 10 plus 6. Yeah, so I, I think we've been saying yep. that these kind of hit, just just yep. definitely hit. So, let's so say that's who are you attacking? A... Um, I'm attacking Meme Musk. <laughs> okay, for uh, 13, uh, 13 damage. 13 damage. Pretty nice, yeah. I think uh, you can tell me what that looks like. Um, so I think as, as I send my killer towards uh, Meme Musk, I think Alva's just shouting, I will never let these, th you force a wubba-lubba-dub-dub -dub out of my physical lips out in the real world. It'll never happen. <laughs> um, as he gets a big, big cartoon bonk on the head. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, yeah, he's knocked down to the floor and he looks up at you, like maybe like, maybe a little bit of blood dribbling out of his mouth. And he's like, uh, you will re regret showing me a world where Rick and Morty doesn't exist. No, I, I think I think it's probably the best thing I did while I was in here. Is the one good idea I had, and <laughs> another killer attack for my last roll. Amazing. Um, is another ten. Oh shit! Well, it definitely hits then. Uh, another definitely hits. It's seven him damage. Again? Seven damage. Oh shit! Wow. Is that uh, enough to take him down? Uh. No, not quite, but you're getting there. You're doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you really beat the shit out of out of Chungus Musk, basically. <laughs> Chungus Musk not having a bad day and not having a good day here. Yeah, it's okay. what he deserves. And now it's Joe's turn. Before right? it's, as it goes to, goes to the next turn, Alba will just shout, "The throne's just a throne, everyone. It's, it's just a throne. It's fine." <laughs> so, Joe, what does Chandra Anderson do? <laughs> um, uh, first of all, she's going to resummon Asp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's do one of those. Okay. And you're trying to... Okay. No, it doesn't land then. 
fucking damn it. Okay. Uh, I guess then we'll... I, she wants to take out this hellhound before... Okay, so tell me what you're She's that. gonna, I think, just sword again. I, I, I made a mistake when I took only anti-personnel. Uh, uh, black eyes. I think. It's never been a good idea to attack a personnel. Uh, no, just like I mean, it does. It does. It doesn't. It, none of it can really target programs. So it, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess sword, old faithful. Uh huh. I mean, it sounds good for a reason. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a sword. Go for it. Uh, I, this is the Hellhound yes. is defending, to be clear. Okay, well. Uh, did you do all th two swords? Is that what you uh, did? No, wait. Is it just uh, one? I'll probably do two, yeah. I'll, I'll click the other one now as well. Sure. So that's so... a 17 to hit and a uh, 15 to hit. Yeah, so 17 and 15 both hit. Uh, the hellhound is is hacked. Okay, and then oh. these musks are programs. Does it, yeah, that's what you've um, learned. Does that mean I can't target them with anti-personnel ice? Well, that's interesting. They're linked to the architecture, so you can. They can actually be targeted by both. And you've you've already seen them be targeted by anti-personnel, so the revelation is that they can also be targeted as programs. Okay, I'm gonna summon hellhound a hellhound of my own. Like, okay. uh, two, two can play at that game. And, yeah. Attack with it. Uh, and this okay. is against, um, Musk for one. Nice. Uh, do it. Yes. I... To clarify, the world isn't shaking when we attack these the way it was when we were attacking each... Well, we'll see if she lands the well, hit. So 14, <laughs> fuck's sake. It didn't shake when I hit Chungus Musk. It doesn't hit. Uh, so that, yeah, that was the... Sorry, yes. To clarify, when you're hitting as a program, it isn't shaking the world. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. When it shook before, you were doing brain damage to Elon Musk. Yeah. Which is non-ideal for when you're in his brain. Uh, 20, so it doesn't hit. Oh, damn it. Okay. Well, I, I at least have a hellhound out now. Okay. And so... Um, uh, Elon the King, uh, seeing his, seeing, you know, seeing Chungus Musk getting attacked and, you know, his hellhound gets destroyed, he goes, damn it. And then, uh, Elon the One goes, don't worry, I've got this, and steps in front of him. And, uh, when he does that, uh, two doors that you hadn't, uh, like, noticed in this room before open up, and four agents pour in. Ah. Uh... Uh, this is the boss rush. All the old bosses that are coming back. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I mean, anyway. Yeah. We, we flash back to two minutes ago when I said, break the windows, sucking everyone into space. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. I and don't know if that would work. That's so well, we are breathing on the moon. So, uh, yeah, the exactly. Also, uh, Mars wouldn't actually suck you yeah. Oh, Mars would suck me. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do uh, four of these attacks, and uh, each of you need to roll plus your interface to defend against, um, let's say, against seven for Esquire. Again. Oh, wait. No, it had, uh, hang on. I included the roll in there. You don't need to do it. I already programmed it in. Yay. Okay. And the um, flavor text says, Musk summons Kraken. Ooh, tentacles. And then a little face. 
so the first one against Esquire does not hit. The second one against Juniper does not hit. The third one against Albert does not hit. And the fourth one against uh, Chandra does not hit. So congrats. All these agents rush in and just ineffectually swipe at the air doing very silly looking uh, exaggerated kung fu. Um, but there's still also the Sabertooths and the Asp. So the Sabertooths... Where's my roll? There it is. Against the dragon. So Austin, you need to roll defense twice for your dragon. 1d10 right. its defense, which is... Six. Six. So pretty good. Yeah. Uh, seven and seven. Both botches. Someone screen cap that. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> yeah, so your dragon gets a bit hacked up is what happens. And uh, <sighs> actually receives uh, 12d6 damage. 12d6? That's quite uh, that's, a lot of damage. That's what I said, I guess. And that's 50 <laughs> damage. Owned. <laughs> so, you, uh, yeah, the dragon's dead. <laughs> Ex- extremely dead. Yeah, and, uh... So, what Sabretooth says is, if this damage would be enough to derez the program, it is instead destroyed. You no longer have your dragon, and you can't summon it again. Oh no! Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my best guy. Yeah, it was. That's right. Um, this is gonna so. be an anime sword fight, right to the end. <laughs> uh, so I think we're back around to uh, to Juba. All right, I need to get a good look at this big musk. Let's do it. Look at that big musk. <laughs> Please look at the musk. <laughs> I'm so That's sorry about how long. Ten. This is yes. Oh, hey! fuck. oh, thank you. We finally <laughs> looked at the musk. <laughs> and just for clarity's sake, it's 26 total. <laughs> we know everything there's ever been to know about this musk. You now. completely understand the program Elon the King, and that if you can land a virus hit on him, you can install the virus into the architecture. All right. Please, it's time for closing argument. <laughs> we believe in you. If I remember anything from Hearst, classic Hearthstone, you've got to go for the face against Grim Patron Dex. <laughs> That's a fucking throwback, Jesus. <laughs> 16. Against defense. Okay, here we go. Please. <laughs> Our fate is up to roll twenty at this point. I know. I I, I would love to say that I do, but I don't. Fifteen. <laughs> uh, yes! Holy shit! Musk rolls a one, making his roll just just garbage. Uh, a twelve, and so um, you you hit for ten damage. And the hit installs the program. So what does that look like? Juniper, at this point, has just been uh, having all of her blows parried by the arm, just Mm. flicking them away. Yeah. Uh, But at the last attack, instead of swinging to get a touch in, she goes for a lunge and stabs him right through the heart. Whoa. <laughs> I love that. And then I imagine um, there's like little uh, electric, like green electric that like stem out from it. I'm very into that. 
Um, so the, the scene, once again, begins to flicker away uh, around you all, and you find yourselves on the bank of a river, and regular Elon is with you, and he's already looking shattered, having watched two of his musk defenders uh, be defeated in front of him. But this river, there's a lot of other people there, actually. It's a lot of people uh, in... Uh, they're wearing, like, breathing masks because the, the air is thick with smoke. And as you look around, you realize behind you that the forest that nearly edges onto this river is on fire, just a towering inferno of flames. And everyone in the crowd is clamoring to try to get on boats that will get them away. So, I think the ghost of Christmas trees looks remarkably similar to Juniper. <laughs> uh-huh. And she says, It's been so long since anyone has listened to the trees. Come here. And she sort of directs him to a tree that's not on fire, mm -hmm. but there's a large gash in it. And she says, The trees and us aren't so different. We... We're all connected. When we harm the tree, when we cut into it, it sends a message back to us. And she sticks her hand in the sap of the wound. She says, Each cut, all the sap, it's a message. Slow down to think about what we're doing. Once we worked in harmony with the trees, but as soon as we could turn to machines to silence the pain of the forest, well, we stopped giving back to the trees. And she tries to remove her hand, and it's all sticky. And she says, It's a message that sticks with you. But even here, even now, we have not done our duty to the trees. They give to us in form of wood, sure, but we need to give back to them in the form of maintaining their habitat. This forest fire is your doing. And because of your negligence, because you were unwilling to receive this message. We are stuck here. And this is the fate of everyone who can't afford to get on one of your lifeboats. Uh, and I think his, his eyes are filling up with tears. And he, and he just says, I, I understand now. I, I get it. I'm so sorry. And, uh... You've done it. You successfully installed all the ghosts of Christmas into Elon Musk. Hell yeah. Oh. You pulled off the heist. Hooray. <laughs> I really thought you were going to do a last minute, like, and he, he, when you say all that, he makes a dismissive wanking gesture. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you managed to like safely jack out. Elon Musk is still asleep, but in his sleep he's going, "No, I'm sorry. I don't want. I don't want any of it anymore. I'll help people. I'm a. I, I like communism." <laughs> um and so you know you've done it and 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 tiny tim's still there watching the door and he says oh did did you do it uh well who knows if it'll stick but i think we did it all right let's scarper before any of the guards find out and uh he leads you all back to the minibus and, and you drive off into the night morning brings Christmas Day. A day of goodwill to everyone. A day when we're all supposed to acknowledge that we're all in this together. And we're all supposed to focus on sharing and having a nice time together. And it also brings interesting news that Elon Musk, the universe's richest man, woke up today a hardcore communist desperate to help everyone on the planet and to give away as much of his money as possible and to use all of his political influence to make intergalactic communism. Of course, the board immediately voted to have him removed from every company. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And for years, rumors circulated that his son, XAE X12, had hired a team of mercenaries to implant radical communist ideals in his father's brain to make him appear unhinged, knowing that the board would depose him. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Merry Christmas. Honestly, that kid deserves the revenge for the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as XAEA12... I think that's it. <laughs> Honestly, Since one of the top top Musk tweets is mansplaining their child's <laughs> names to Grimes on Twitter. Fuck. Sits back in his solid gold throne on Mars and watches the first snows to ever fall as his father's terraforming project takes hold. He smiles to himself and he says aloud, Merry Christmas. It's not individuals, it's oh, systems. No! <laughs> Um, Austin Yorski, where can we find you? <laughs> I mean, uh, you can find me in, in Philadelphia if you want. You just come up and give me a hug. That's fine. I'm going to do that. If you want to keep me alive, patreon.com slash Austin Yorski, just my name. If you type that into the internet, you'll find my Twitter as well. Probably something else. Who knows? There aren't any pictures of me online, I hope, so you, you can't look at me. But you can find <laughs> me, and you can help me stave off starvation. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I uh, last thing I wanted to say, I didn't want to interrupt that beautiful scene with the climate refugees. But final update on Esquire's uh, talking head suit. Uh, uh-huh. Head has completely disappeared inside. <laughs> it. I, ca- I cast, I cast armor. I think six times. So by the end, yeah. it was like my my hands and feet were visible. <laughs> Everything else consumed by the suit. I love that. Um, <laughs> you know who else wears a huge suit? Laura, where can people find you? Well, you can find me in the large suit I famously wear at Laura K. Buzz in places on the internet. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon's the ones that pays the bills. I'm on Dice Funk with Austin and Sophie. The thing I'll promote right now, 
hey, do you like stories about anti-capitalism and trying to tear down terrible, corrupt systems? I do! Yeah, you should check out Who Hunts the Whale, a novel I'm writing with my wife about the video game industry and the horrors of capitalism and the CEO class and how they, in this definitely fictional AAA video game development studio, have an impact and could maybe be taken down as a system. So go go look up Who Hunts the Whale. It's up on Unbound. You can go pre-order a copy, get a signed copy, help make that be a book that happens. Someone else here has stuff that's up on a website that has been published. Oh, God, this is a really bad transition. <laughs> Joe, where can people find what you do? Um, so uh, uh, my name is Joe. Uh, you can find my stuff. Uh, I, so I design tabletop RPGs, which you can find over at wintermute.itch.io. Uh, my Twitter is twitter.com forward slash wintermute. I have a very consistent online branding. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a regular member of Rolling with Rainbows, so go ahead and back that on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know who else is a regular member of Rolling with Rainbows? Jess! It's me. I actually landed one. I managed to do... Third time's the charm, I guess. I'm Jess, so honored find you? to get a proper segue. Thank you. Uh, hi. I saved the best till last. Aw. I'm Jess, and I'm so... I've melted a bit at the wonderful compliment. Uh, you can find me online at YouTube at that Jess, and also Patreon at that Jess if you want to support me in doing things on the internet still i love it yes fantastic <laughs> uh, mainly i'm going to be working on and focusing on uh the video side of rolling with rainbows advice videos for uh gms and players to make your game more uh safe fun and inclusive but i'm also uh excited to be taking uh on a more dm role later in the podcast series yeah. for the next season too. In the too. new year. Absolutely. Well, that's been us. Uh, I would like to plug that you, listener, join any kind of union. Doesn't matter if it's a trade union, join a tenants union because only collective action will help. Merry Christmas! Bye! <laughs> Bye! Merry Christmas.
You've been listening to the Rolling with Rainbows actual play podcast. If you'd like to support our podcast, early episode releases are available to those who pledge $3 or more than $3 at patreon.com slash Sophie from Mars. Rolling with Rainbows also produces a YouTube show for aspiring DMs who want to make their tabletop games as fun, safe, and inclusive as possible. Links to the show and the Rolling with Rainbows Discord community are in the description of every episode.